We're officially live for episode number 52 with a wow. special guest, Adam's best friend in the world, Ricky Aguilar. How you doing, Ricky? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Very good. Very good. Excited was, to be here. I was saying, you know, there's a special bond between the yeah. two of you guys. There's a special It's like stepbrothers. It's like Will Ferrell and John C. <laughs> Riley over here. Yeah, something You know like the that. scene where they're like hitting yourselves with shovels and killing yeah. each other and burying each other? Yeah. That's us, Ricky. But yeah. in, in the end... Did we just become best friends? Yes, yes, we did. That just happened. I think it's it's important for us to say that it was Ricky's birthday yesterday. So wow. happy birthday, Thank Ricky! Happy birthday, you, guys. you know, if for everybody that's uh, following uh, the podcast right now, why don't you put Ricky's Instagram account below? Go wish Ricky a happy birthday. Give yeah. him a follow and wish him a happy birthday on his Instagram Ricky, account. How young? How young are you now? Thirty-three. 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 Same age as Jesus, bro. This is, this. <laughs> It's, it's a magical age. Yes, it, it is. is. It's yeah, a magical age. What were you age. doing when you were 33, PBD? I was. Where uh, were you in life? I was running uh, the company, and I had no life. I was going 100, 100, 100 hours a week, nonstop. Well, what's 33. changed? Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> 33, 42, what's the freaking difference? Nothing's really changed. Where do you see our friend Ricky when he's your age? Where do you give me the vision 10 years from I, now, I think, 9 years from I now? I think Ricky's one of those guys that he can be a generational leader to impact the Latino community. That's what I think uh, Ricky can do because yeah. he is extremely relatable. He's not the guy that comes with a degree. Uh, you know, from he the didn't right go to schools, not like you. Oh, yeah, He's not right. a 3.8 GPA no. with you. And a what, what did Adrian's? No. What, Adrian was like what? Oh, 4. Adrian 8? was like a student night award. I mean, yeah, that guy's, yeah, that guy's yeah. a, a brainiac. Well, it wasn't Ricky. That wasn't no. Ricky. He's Mexican as well, bro. You'd like my. I went best to a, I went to a uh, California funded uh, facility, but it was not college. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You yeah. did. Yeah. Well, Something yeah. tells me you were working out in the yard uh, quite often. Yeah, yeah, many years ago. Many years. Funny story. Former life. The other day, I hold an emergency Zoom. Okay, with yeah. our leaders. Okay, no joke. Look at him laughing. Emergency <laughs> press I'm not even kidding yeah. with you. So I said, guys, we got to have an emergency. We're doing this video, whatever we were doing the other day. Yep. So everybody starts getting on, getting on, getting on. Ricky gets on. Except Ricky doesn't have a shirt on. I'm like, no joke, no shirt on. I'm like, Ricky, you okay? He says, yes. I said, what's going on? He says, I'm getting a tattoo done. So we had to getting wait. Back then, yeah. We had to wait for Ricky to wrap up his artwork before we right. shot the video. It was a very uh, uh, interesting uh, How moment. How many tattoos you got? Well, I'm fully covered. I'm my chest, my arms, my legs, yeah, my back. When does it stop? Um, it probably won't. It probably okay, won't, but Ricky, yeah. do us all a favor. Don't touch that beautiful face, bro. No, I won't. I you won't put something touching. on that face, no, we're going to have a major problem. You're not going to pull off a Tyson? No, You're not going to no. do one of those. What no. do you think about all these like Gen Z hip-hop like uh, trap rappers with tattoos on the face? Uh, what do you say to these kids? You know, I, you know it's funny because I actually thought about that. I've been. I thought about it uh, probably about a month ago. Uh, I think that uh, it's making them millions of dollars right now, and then uh, I'm thinking that what's going to end up happening later on on the road when they have their families and they're grown mm -hmm. is they're just going to remove them. Well, actually, Fifty Cent removed some of his tattoos because From he said face. No, he didn't have a tattoo. No, 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 no. Uh, he removed okay. because he said businessmen don't have tattoos. Really? So he removed some of his tattoos. So I think that's what they're going to end up doing. But you're doubling down. You're getting more. Yeah, but I'm not going to go. I, I, for example, I have my sleeves done. Yeah. But you can't. My sleeves are three-quarter sleeves. So see, they start right there. Yeah. So anytime, I can always be in business attire, and I'm never going to not, you know, I, and I make it a point to not go So you're like business higher. in the front. Right. Party in the back. Literally. Party in the back. There okay. you go. You go to Hawaii. Yeah. Ricky walks around in Hawaii without a shirt on. I mean, yeah. it's just it's ink yeah. everywhere. They probably think he's Samoan of some capacity. Yeah, you know? they, they uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's funny. It's funny. Look, I got know, bad news for you, bro. I don't think you're gonna be able to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Probably not. I don't probably think that's not. gonna be able to happen because yes. you can't have tattoos. Because you know. What's How the, did you get yours though? What's the story with your tattoo? My tats. Yeah. Oh man, it's you know the penitentiary, bro. It's in California, <laughs> and it, you know some some rough stuff happened. 
No, the, the last person that's going to get a tattoo is you. Yeah. I don't see you getting a tattoo. I don't, I'm not anti-tattoo. I'm just not pro-tattoo. You know what I'm saying? There's things. I'm not like, I would never, but I'm just, there's nothing that has inspired me. If I did get a tattoo, the one thing I thought about was like the yin-yang sign. Not like the yin-yang twins, but the. But leaning to the left. like the, the Slightly left. Got it. Slightly yeah. left. Got it. Yeah. So the people are going to try to paint me as a leftist. Marxist, communist. Well, let me ask you a crazy we'll question. Yeah, Here's a crazy, crazy question yeah. to stop. But we got a lot of different topics. Of course. But I want to go down the list. I want to. Uh, let me yeah. give the list and then I'll ask a crazy question. Sure. We go through that. So we're gonna have a good time. President Trump dropped 298 spots in Forbes ranking, according to uh, the magazine on World's Billionaires. Kim Kardashian is a, a, officially a billionaire. Uh, Tim Cook says he doesn't expect to be running a company for a decade from now, meaning he's not going to be there. And his strategy on dealing with Biden will be the same as dealing with Trump. Then we got a story about Goldman Sachs predicting a big evolution in the way Bitcoin and other crypt cryptocurrencies are regulated. Goldman says it. Dalio says it. Yellen, your best friend, says it. Something's going on there with crypto and regulation. Amazon is setting, uh, snapping up the, uh, disused shopping malls and turning it into fulfillment centers. Amazon has a quota. This is a great story. I can't wait to get, get into this one. Amazon has a quota for the number of employees it would be happy to see leave each year. Mm -hmm. Employees wow. say that's a big reason Amazon's culture feels cutthroat. The fact that they're okay with people leaving, yet some people think mm -hmm. it's cutthroat. We're going to talk about that. J.P. Morgan Chase, CEO Jamie Dimon says remote work can undermine the character of a company and lays out the bank's plan for the future of the office. He also says economic boom fueled by deficit spending vaccines could easily, could easily run into 2023. Tesla assures China the cameras and the cars are being turned off. You know, China's freaking out with that. Where is Kamala? Two weeks since being named Border Cesar, Harris still hasn't visited the border. Okay, okay we're going to show you a couple videos here that's going to be uh, absolutely uh, difficult for you to watch if you haven't already seen it. Another story with Putin. Putin signals... Uh, signs a law allowing him to run for two more terms as Russian president. It's a tough law for him to pass. Why yeah. would he sign a law like that? You know, but he ended up know. passing but it. It's a sexy law for that guy. <laughs> Relocations from San Francisco to Texas and Florida jumped 30 to 46% in 2020. Uh, in, the in, the, in close constellations with partners and allies around the world, Biden administration will weigh 2022 Beijing games for U.S., Caitlyn Jenner is reportedly considering a run for California, California governor. governor. Adam wanted to That's know if you would governor. vote for Caitlyn over Newsom. We're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if you saw the lizard in the store in Thailand. We'll talk about that lizard. Yeah. Anti-capitalism protester that takes a beating, fallen. That was, it's a very difficult video to watch because his ribs. Rough. You're going to see this kid falling? Yeah, have you seen this or no? no. His ribs. You're going to react to the ribs and yeah. the, what happens after. Pat had a rough reaction. Yeah, yeah, there was a reaction. And Big Short, one of my favorite guys. Yeah, when Burry. he talks, I'd like to see what this guy has to say. Michael Burry. Michael Burry from the Big Short quits Twitter, disappointing his legion of ret retail trader superfans, and Pierce Morgan to Tucker. Trusting Markle is like believing Pinocchio. Pinocchio. She's spinning future kings of England. Okay. Now, you guys were having a debate earlier. Yes. The debate was: Is there a communist country? What would to help me out with that debate right there? If there's a country around the world that's communistic or not? Yeah. Because apparently, well, apparently, if the name itself, yeah, uh, if they name themselves communist, that's not yeah. good enough for for Adam. You know, he says they're not a communist, even though it's the, what is the Republic, uh, the, 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 the People's communist, Republic of China, no, also known as the CCP, the Communist which is Party of China. The Communist Party of China. Yes. So apparently that's not enough. You know, they don't identify as communists, even though they're communists. But let's define it, actually, because let's define what yeah. is, 
100% communism. What is communism? Yeah. Should, we, should we look it up for the, our followers? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So what, is communism? Sure. what is so communism? communism? So communism... Com- uh, the definition of communism, correct me if I'm wrong, is there's zero private ownership. What is... Zero. Yep. Everything is controlled they own the land. by the, the... Communism. Okay, so the... Yes. A political theory go. derived oh, from Karl Marx advocating <laughs> class war and leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and each person works and is paid according to their abilities and needs. So essentially... A classless society. A hundred percent tax. Yeah. Okay. Now, there is two sides to communism, right? Mm-hmm. One is control. They tell you whatever to do. The other one is on the business side. Economically, Economic. uh, politically, political. right? Yes. China is politically yes. communistic. Yes. Economically, they're still allowing. But at the same time, notice also what's happening with China lately. If you get a little mm-hmm. too big... What are they doing to Jack yeah. Ma's of the yep. world? You're getting a little too much voice. Yeah. Hey, 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 give us control back of this. So at any point, the difference between there and here is they can at any point come and take control of any business they want to. You can't say nothing about it. They can come in and do it any time. Well, we've seen what they've been doing All with Jack long. Ma and everything they're doing with the ant group. All and day long. The, I, I totally agree. All day long. Well, but, but the thing is that you said that communism doesn't Venezuela did that. There's actually videos where there's a man, because I was speaking to Vanessa right here, which is a credible part of the value team, mm-hmm. and, and there's a video where, where I think it's Chavez uh, or Maduro, he's literally going, he says, what is that? Oh, they sell jewelry. Take it. What is that? They do this. Take it. That's communism. That's, that, that's communism. So to say it doesn't exist, actually, I think the champion, oh, whoa, this, whoa, oh whoa, what just happened? Whoa. So the communist, oh, the, the communist guys, the communist right. guys. On the right side. Fill, on the right up. side. So, so to say that it doesn't exist, oh I'll get it. There it is. Okay. So to say that it doesn't exist. That's the biggest guy we've um, had in this chair. Maybe that's what's going on. You know, it's crazy because it's we've seen it in action. As a matter of fact, the champions of communism are from Venezuela. Yeah. Right? I mean, even Well, Cuba, Venezuela is an absolute they did, they mess. Did, Venezuela did communism the right way. Did they? Yes, because they ruined the country. How do you get the richest one of the richest countries in the world with oil and literally ruin it? You know, they have more mm-hmm. money than they have more oil than United States. They have more oil than Mexico. And by the way, Mexico is uh, to a certain extent uh, have a socialist president right now, which is AMLO. Pull and, it up first. And he's uh, and uh, that's that's just insane. You know, pull it up first. The other side, Ricky, let's switch. Oh, this let's switch. You gotta okay. be comfortable. Sounds okay, good. So let's switch that because if Thank that's you, the sir. one that drops. Yeah. I, okay, OK, so let's you switch it. That's much up. better. I, I knew it. That was <laughs> dude, <laughs> I brilliant move on your end. Gotcha. Six o'clock gotcha. in the morning. He was here setting I up. I was here. Chair. I said, all right, Ricky's going to make his point on communism. Okay. Drop it low. Drop so, it low. So, drop it so low. so look, let's let's yes. let's skip this part. Let, yeah. Look, are either of us fans of communism? No. Okay, I was just simply saying that even China, but one of us the CCP, one of us votes closer to communism than the other. That's for sure. One of us, uh, okay, you want to go that route? All right. I mean, <laughs> one of saying, us also huh? votes closer to QAnon than others, no, but, but, no. but we'll be okay. No. Look, one thing we should establish from the get-go, Ricky. Let's do that. Is I, I like things in moderation, right? If you're mm-hmm. too far to the right fringe, I don't fuck with you. If you're too far to the left fringe, I don't fuck with you. Yeah. I like to keep things in between the 40s as if our friend Tigran Bekian is listening. This is something we talk about all the time. Keep it between the 40s. Maybe you move the ball a little bit to the left, maybe you go to the right. Anyone that's hanging on the goalposts, like people who used to maybe be on this show, right. I can't get down with. I'll call out an AOC just like I'll call out a uh, uh, anyone on the Rubio. right. Who's, uh, no, Rubio's not all the way to the right. Right. No, Cruz isn't all the way to the no, right. No. But uh, Who is all the way to the right? Who is all the way to the right? That, I mean, that's a good question. Who, who is actually all the way to the right? On the uh, Louis Gomer from Texas. Louis Gomez. All the way to the right. He's very far right. No, no, right. hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about who's far right that actually has a voice. AOC has a voice. 
Omar has a voice. Hey, listen, she's playing the game. Bernie, Bernie yeah, Sanders she's has playing a, the game. Bernie Sanders has a He's voice. He's playing the no, game. They, who has you a can't vo- get mad at has people a from the who right. have a strong voice and a strong opinion is a radical, that people will listen to. Who has a, who you is, have a strong voice and you have a strong opinion. No, 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 no. I'm not going to get mad if people want to follow Ricky Aguilar. No, no, no. no. What I'm, you got a strong voice, bro. That's not what I'm saying. My question is, who is influential on the right that is far right? Influential, not some person that you know that everybody on watching us has to go look up. You don't have to look up AOC. Everybody knows who AOC is. She's playing the game. Okay, I, I get that, but what I'm getting what I'm getting at is that who's so far radical, far right that has a that is influential. Who's far right that's influential? It's actually who's, a very who's, good who's, question. Who's, who's very very far right? A a I think uh, well known figure that's on the that's far. Is That's Lindsey far Graham right. far right? Lindsey Graham? No, I don't think he's very far is right. Is he a voice for? I think our friend Donald Trump had some far right tendencies that he is not very far right, especially socially. Maybe um, he's got some authoritarian qualities, but he brings out people on the far right. So the, authoritarian, or he just was speaking for the Americans that are tired of the BS. Which I one think is a it? Little because bit that's of a both. A little bit of both. Well, listen. By, by the way, if you're watching this, help yeah. us out here. Who would you say is the person that's Who's the most on the far, far right? right? Somebody said Ben Shapiro, but he's not a I politician. He's not a politician. Shapiro, he doesn't right? have I wouldn't right. say because he called that Trump as well. Who yeah, would you 100%. put as far right as a, politician? As a matter of fact, Ben Shapiro in 2019 or 820 was the number one target of the all right. So you can't. Of the alt right. Of the alt right. The so, all right isn't even far right. They're, 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 they're off the map. That's even worse. Right yeah. That's even worse. So yeah. that's what I'm getting at. Ben Shapiro was he didn't even vote for Trump in 2016. Like a David Duke, and not that he's a he's a he's what, uh, what I'm getting he's at. Far at right. What I'm getting at though, Sauce, is that you have to dig for those people, and they're not even big known figures. The far left has a lot. Mitch of Mitch McConnell. I don't think. Mitch I don't McConnell, think any of these think. are extremely far okay. right. By the way, that makes a very but good point. Can... By the way, because if you think about it, let's put a chart, right? Okay, mm-hmm. you got. In, let's just put a chart here. Okay, I'm going to put the line here in the middle. This is a simple, independent person, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the libertarian here, yeah. okay? I'm going to put the libertarian mm-hmm. here. I'm going to put the, the Democrat, say, here, okay? Let's put socialist here, okay? Let's put communist here. Is that fair? Yes. Okay, let's put Republican here mm-hmm. and then far right here, okay? All right, where would you say, if we say this is the independent right in the middle, yes. okay? Libertarian, we got plenty of them. Right, Rand 100%. Paul is one of them. Let's put Rubio, let's put Cruz here, yes. Republican. Let's put Trump here, yes. okay? Agreed. Where do you want to put Obama? Obama's here or you put him a little bit here? Uh, I would put him in the middle between Democrat and Socialist. Okay, where do you put Biden? Uh, you, uh, he's he's I, I think he's a Democrat. I, I think, think he, so play, well. he plays a role I, in the I think so as well. but I think he's I a Democrat. Think so as well. AOC, hundred percent socially between socialists and, and communists. Sanders, same thing. Who do you put over here? There's nobody big figure. It's a great you point. Put like a Jeff Sessions there. Yeah, Jeff Sessions. Who Who's that? Jeff we're Sessions. Talking about, we're talking about, what, what do you mean? Who's Jeff Sessions? No, no, he was the, uh, Adam. We're talking ter- about people that have a voice. Jeff Sessions was does Trump's- not have a voice. Does not what are you have talking a voice. about? Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter is very far right. Yeah. Okay. So now, like, but Dinesh she's not Dessau- a politician. How about Dinesh D'Souza? This, this is the comments right. that's coming up. Candace Owens. Pretty far right. Candace she's, Owens. She's right, but not far right. No. Got it. It's no, interesting. Kendall, it's Kendall, interesting Kendall, to Kendall's, see. I'd well, lo- thank goodness that there's not people very, very, very yeah, far yeah, right yeah, that let let we can't think of. I'm thankful of that. You know what's crazy? People think that far right is we want our gun rights, right? We were pro life, right? No, well, they're pro life, pro life. Believe in I, God I always find it's and liberty. Your how is that? I'll kill you if you. No, if you, no, but, if but you how is how me. is that? How is that far right? It's crazy that 
everything's got pulled so to the left that just records. regular conservative values are not far right. You know, like if it was some type of nationalist type thing, you know, it's insane. So who's far right? I'll tell you who it's was pulled far, so left. I'll tell you who was regular far right conservative seems like it's far right. Trump's ear. What's this guy's name? Steve um, Bannon. Steve Bannon, uh, Breitbart, a little bit, but there was also the other guy, the bald guy. Um, Jesus, what's his name? The he fact was, that you're thinking he was about immigration. him, he's not a big name. Pat, no, no, no. If, if, you have your, you have your, you have your, the, the, the graph Chart, you just did. Yeah. It's crazy. Let, let me explain to you what I mean, Adam. People that are here think that this is the middle, and it's Stephen not. Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller. People that are here think that people here are far right. I don't mean between Democrat and socialist. They think, they think Republican, Republican is, far is far right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. So to them, if you go, the line is here, independent. Yeah. The left has pushed the left, the line Ricky, so where, far left. Where are you? That this is where they're at. Where are you on this chart? I'm 100 percent Republican conservative. But where on this chart? Uh, if, if you had to, I, I'm right here. This is okay. where I'm at. 100. percent Where are you? Pat's an independent. He's always said that. Well, I don't want to speak for Pat. I'm, I'm a registered independent, but I'm probably more here libertarian, libertarian because yes. to yeah. me. To me, it's uh, uh, Let me see that. Go ahead. Okay. You're you're here. You're saying I'm right here. He's here. Yeah. Yeah. You would say that I'm somewhere around here, on certain things. But fiscally, I'm closer to here. No, I don't think you're here. I think you're here. I think you're to the right of Democrats. I don't think. I think you're you're Mansion. I think that's exactly who you are. Who have I been saying for a year that is like my favorite politician? I think that's who you are. I think that's who you are. And in certain areas, I think you go. Uh, uh, on the right, but uh, if it comes down to this question, I asked him the other yes. day. Mm-hmm. I asked him a question the other day. Okay, I said, as much as you hated Trump, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I, I got to correct you. Let I've me, never used the word hate. Fair enough. I okay, said, I don't as like much Trump. as you dislike Trump. Yes. Okay, and you look at the character. I said, if Biden were to come out, I heard you ask him that. Hundred percent tax rate. Right. Okay. Would you still have voted for Biden? You said uh, what? Anyone that comes out with a 100% tax rate, I would not vote so for. So then the question would have become what percentage would have been the one that would have been the tipping point? Well, what's, I, is, is this, are these marginal tax rates? Is it over a certain amount? I mean, what's going up? You're talking about wealth tax, corporate tax. dollars more, right? You're talking about wealth tax, corporate tax, capital gains. You're talking about estate tax, every tax. There isn't a tax. There's no new tax. They don't so hold back. There is no tax that is not being taxed. Everything is going to be. Well, we covered this last time. Taxes yeah. are the lowest they've been in, in history over the last couple decades. But, but, the, but the point... In, you the, s- in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, taxes were absurd. I, you know, and I that's did, where under-Republicans did, as I well. Did, I, did, I, did, I did my monthly uh, private webinar la- uh, yesterday with the, what do you call it, the, the folks that are from uh, around the country, say 40 mm-hmm. different countries, CEOs, entrepreneurs that run their businesses. I said, pay very, very close attention to taxes. Mm-hmm. So many times we work and we're not even paying attention to taxes, yes. right? So many times we vote, we don't pay attention right. to right. taxes. I agree. See, to me, taxes are what's really going to hit everybody because right. mm-hmm. it's logic, right? Yes. Yep. Emotion is, I can't believe what he said. I can't believe what she said. I can't believe what he did. I can't believe what happened there. This is not fair. That shouldn't be happening. That's emotion. 90% of the time, people vote emotionally. Yes, correct. They don't vote, I agree. vote logically. I think taxes is something people have to pay very close attention to because the direction these guys are pitching could affect countries around the world as well, not just the U.S. You said that you were going to do a uh, board episode on taxes. Did we got, we got, a, we got paper on top of paper with articles on taxes that we're okay. looking at right now. I'm not going to do it for the next couple of weeks, but oh, really? I'm going to be okay. doing it because when I do a topic like that, you got excited I got to take about it that. This is 100%. Something, even when we t- 100%. Was, was, was Byron on the show? Byron was on the show when there we did the whole— There were some things you weren't even necessarily familiar with and how high the taxes were Well, no, when I went back decades. and looked— 
it. But, but when I yeah. went back and looked at the numbers, what 90% tax bracket was at $200,000, which is today's $2.5 million year mm -hmm. income. We're not talking about 90% taxing $200,000 yeah. people today. They're talking about $2.5 million of income back in whatever year. Nobody, very few people make right. that kind Hollywood of income. Right, Hollywood actors, Reagan. Yeah, That's why but he the, was so motivated But the point it. I'm trying to make to you is yeah. the fact that the number was a number that touches a small, small okay. percent. I haven't paid myself $2.5 million. I don't know. I, I don't pay myself $2.5 million salary. These guys know how much I get paid. My CFO told these guys how much I get paid, right? Mm -hmm. So the point is my, my money comes from a different place. It doesn't mm -hmm. come from my salary. So mathematically, it may seem like, but they were doing 90% tax, and it's such a yeah. great, but you know, if we can get to 90%, we can get there again. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You got to tell the full story. I want to go dig deep to do the full story. It may require me to read a couple books before I do this video because uh, uh, that's, a, that's a topic that I think we need to pay very, very close. Unfortunately, when you put a title, taxes, mm -hmm. guess how many people want to open it and watch a tax video? Right. Hell, nobody wants to watch a tax video. Yeah. I got to almost put like, you know, what do you call it? The sex, drug, and rock and roll, and, and taxes. taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great idea. Yeah. Actually, we have to do so. Think about it. Kai's actually yes. thinking sex, drugs, rock and roll, and taxes. The only certainties in life sex, drugs, rock and roll, death, and taxes. There, there it is. You go. Let me ask our friend Ricky, uh, you know, because this is talking about being a moderate. You know, I'm from Florida. In Florida, we're very, we're literally. Must be nice. Exactly. It is, it is very nice. Yeah. We're a very purple state, meaning. We can go left, we can go right, we kind of keep things in the middle. We got, you know, I went to college in Tallahassee, which is in the northern part of the panhandle, very more conservative part of the state, lived there for four years, down in Miami, a little more liberal, but a lot of Cubans who are Republicans. So there's a mix of everything. So we're not too far left and too, too far right. So even tax-wise, there's no state income tax. I mean, obviously, this is a, a big topic that we talk about right here. There's no um, state income tax. There's no city tax like in New York City or anything like that. So for you, that does very well for yourself. Congratulations. I see Thank the you. numbers. I see the numbers. You could smile now. Happy birthday. Um, you live in California. Yes. You make a very high income. I do. At what point is the taxes too much for you to say, you know what, I can't deal with this crap. I'm paying 40% federal tax. I'm paying 13.5% state tax. I don't know if there's a tax right. in Bakersfield for just... You no, know, no, it's whatever. A, actually, yeah, I, but like, this is a legitimate question. No, for no, you, it's bro. A, luckily, it's uh, we're very blessed that Kern County is a conservative county. Uh, it's it's a, it's it's ran by conservatives. Well, you live in a very liberal state, right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, that's a that's a good question. Um, I, I, I don't I don't have I've never experienced that, so I would I, I'd be very hypocritical for me to hear sit here and give you the answer to that. To what? Some, to, what? To, to what? What would be too much? Gotcha. Right, because that's something actually you guys know that you know Pat's my business coach as well so i would that was something i would consult like hey at what point is it time to mm -hmm. to go because he has the experience in that so but uh but i mean uh, to even 40 percent i mean if, for people watching 40 percent that means for every dollar you make they're taking 40 of it 40 cents not necessarily true but go well what do you is mean it, it's called more it's marginal tax bracket so it's your first yeah but when you start fifty thousand dollars you ask me about california yeah okay when you start adding the state tax Mm -hmm. It's not marginal anymore. Effective tax rate. Uh, of course. About, yeah. I mean, you're talking about it's a whole different ballgame. But point so, is, you pay a lot of taxes in 100%. California. But for some reason, bro, you've stayed because yeah. there's benefits you're getting right. of being in California, whether that's, you know, loving the... the, the but right now, it's just it's just because that's that's the majority, 95% of my business is there. Well, that's my point. There's right. business, there's right. economic, there's... I mean, but dude, you could point, go skiing uh, you know, in the morning and then go on the beach in the afternoon, yes, the right. whole thing. California is a beautiful state, but at what point is, too, is enough? You know, that's too true, much. That's true. It's a good question. So, well, I mean, the the 
exact premise of what you're saying yes. is what the California politicians use to say yes. nobody will ever leave because it's like the whole Bullying. the way you kill a frog is what? You don't just go 212 degree temperature and you put him in boiling slowly water. But put surely, him all, right. Slowly but surely you yeah. kill him out. He doesn't know he's getting killed, right? However, mm-hmm. today there are a lot of people in California leaving. who are aware of what's going on and yeah. are leaving. Yes. Since 1993 and a half million people have left the state of California. The mm-hmm. percentage on the data, matter of fact, since we're doing this, San Francisco, I was uh, going to go into immigration with Kamala, but let's go into the st- uh, stats about I would like to touch folks. on that, though, for we, sure. We, we will. Oh, we're going there. Let's talk about yeah. relocation from San Francisco to Texas. Yeah. Okay, specific city that they're talking about is okay. San Francisco. San Francisco to Eight Texas. Six. So if we look at that on page number six, yes. Relocation from San Francisco to Texas. Pagina 6. Pagina 6. Okay. Relocations from San Francisco to Texas, Florida, jumped between 32 to 46% in 2020. Fox Business. The COVID-19 pandem- pandemic accelerated migration from the U.S. in 2020 compared to 2019, but particularly from large urban areas like San Francisco and New York to s- Sunbelt metro cities like Austin, Dallas, Charlotte, according to a study published by the CBRE Real Estate Group. A summary of the study notes that many of those who left these cities may return once the pandemic is over. About 135,000 more people left California in 2020 than moved in, making the third largest migration loss in state's history. Several large California companies, including Oracle, Hewlett-Packard, and Enterprise, moved their headquarters to Texas. These are big companies, by the way. Yes. To move your headquarters to Texas in 2020, and Tesla's Elon Musk moved to Houston in December. Tech executive, including Palantir chairman Peter Thiel and former PayPal executive Keith Rabo uh, recently moved to Miami as the city's mayor, Francis Suarez, attempts to court the big tech players to South Florida. Suarez nicknamed Miami the capital of crypto and capital of capital mm-hmm. in two separate Tuesday tweets. We were at the event, we were when, at he the event when he things. said those things. Yes. yes. Ricky, your thoughts. Uh, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense for them. Why would you want to stay in San Francisco uh, where they literally have a map? Uh, a crap map, right? Where they have a map to where people take the most craps in the city, and you so you can walk around it. I'm San Francisco has. Yeah, it. did you know that? K- K- Kai, go to San Francisco yeah, the, crap uh, map. Oh, did you bring us the map, bro? No, I gotta bro, know no, where to t- it's, it's a shit map. It's you know, it's a uh, San Francisco. We're looking at right now crap map, San Francisco. Images of crap in San Francisco. <laughs> Look at the first one. <laughs> but I'm, I, yeah, it's a, so so you. But that's know, not true. Go to the second one that shows you right there. Right, and it, where they where they where the where the you know homeless are taking. Unbelievable. So they have a crap map. Poop maps. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's a poop to have map. A map like that. Uh, you didn't know they had a pet? I had I'm no surprised. idea. I'm surprised. Yeah. I had no idea. That's where idea. you can go to take that's a crap. Or that's where people no, brother, are... no, no, no. That's where they're doing. That's where they're, they're handing out needles wow. for the drug addicts so they yeah. don't pass HIV to each other, whatever the case may be. So, but uh, how far is this from Silicon Valley? Uh, uh, how many miles? An, an hour. An hour, give or take. Yeah, I have a team up there, so it's not. It's about an hour, give it about an, about an hour, hour and a half, maybe mm-hmm. at the most, depending on traffic. So uh, going back to going so back. So what you're saying is you're not surprised. No, 100. percent Well, forget about what, what is, does it say? How 32 far? miles. Yeah, so, yeah, San Francisco, Silicon Valley, hour, 32 bro. miles. Yeah. yeah. So if I was driving. It's 15 minutes. Well, yeah. yeah. Especially <laughs> that, that Ford. So what traffic is about an hour. But so so to, to answer your question though, Pat, uh, uh, it doesn't surprise me first of all because of the condition. San Francisco used to be a beautiful. It's still a beautiful city, beautiful sights. But when you live there, you're dealing with these things. It's different to go there for the day and go with your family mm-hmm. to live there. Right. That's number one. And then on top of that, number two is when we're dealing with, uh, you know, uh, they, 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 they did a fifteen hour fifteen dollar an hour minimum. Uh, if you run a business, you can't afford to pay people that plus workers comp plus that plus have a profit. Right. So, yeah, it only makes sense that people are living, leaving San Francisco. As a matter of fact, 
in Bakersfield, where I live, in Bakersfield, California, we had a big migration of people from San Jose, San Francisco, uh, Vallejo. Uh, Salinas moved on to Bakersfield because that was well, the housing rate was a lot cheaper and, uh, and it was affordable to live. So now I'm not surprised that they're moving to Texas. It's 100% makes sense. If you live in California, you'd understand why they're moving. By the way, give you a crazy statistic. Here. Mm-hmm. Cra- this, I was doing a video yesterday about, you know, uh, uh, moving to Florida. Okay, why I chose to move to Florida, et cetera, et cetera. And the video actually gives you reasons why I chose to move to Florida. It's coming out probably, what, next Tuesday to come out, right? One of the stats that's absolutely staggering is the following. How many total homeless people you think we have in America? Total in all mm. of America. Can we what do, do you an think? over-under? Let's yeah, give me an over-under. How many okay. total homeless people? We got, say, we got, first let me give you total U.S. population. As of right now, I think yeah. it's 330. 330. I was going to say 350. But okay. okay, U.S. population uh, is at three, 328. In 2019, it was 328. Let's say it's 330. 330, okay. okay. At 330, how many homeless people you think we have in America? I would say uh, I'm going to go with a million, Pat. Okay. What do you say it is? Two million. Okay. So both of you are off. According to the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban uh, uh, Development, which is the HUD, 580,000 homeless people in America, which, mm-hmm. by the way, you figure there's probably more, but that's the number that they right. have registered, right? Let's right. just say 580,000 people that are homeless. You know how many of that 580 is from California? 160. Give or take. One, one, one sixty. One fourth of it. One fourth a little more than one fourth of all the homeless mm-hmm. people in America are from California. Are from the state of California. Do you know during the pandemic, just in the city of LA, not California, homelessness increased twenty thousand people in the state in the city of LA. Twenty thousand people in That's the sad. state of LA homelessness. So are you surprised that people are leaving California to move to Texas or Florida? Are you? I mean, how confident was Suarez at the dinner the other night? How uh, confident I mean, was he? Got a shout out to Francis Suarez, mayor yeah. of Miami. The guy's swaggy to begin with. I, it's in, I saw his picture. Oh my God, the guy's a supermodel. He looks Stud. like a supermodel. I thought we took a picture with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've interviewed him before. He's just a solid dude. But when you're when you're the mayor of Miami, you're already in a strong position to begin with. You're the freaking mayor of Miami. But now during the pandemic, everything that's been going on, do you know how much confidence and swag you can develop you and can even increase? You can play offense right now. You can play offense. Yeah. You can recruit. You can say, listen, that's what right. the hell are you doing in California? That's right. He took a shot at Cal- uh, New York, no problem, saying, look, yeah. uh, they're, they're already a mess and they're trending in the wrong direction. Come on down to Florida. I mean, his famous tweet was to the big how tech. Can Silicon, how can I help? Yeah. How can I help? Yeah. And he is helping. He Like he said... He wants Miami to be the capital of capital. So maybe let me, capital, ask, let me ask yeah. a question a different way. What does okay. he mean, Pat? I'm sorry. What does he mean? What way does he mean? Uh, center right. Center right. Got it. Center right. As a mayor, it's not really too much is he political. Cuban? Is he Like, listen, yes, somewhere it says Democrat, somewhere yeah. it says right. uh, conservative. But I would put him as a center right guy. Okay. I would put him as a independent Fiscal conservative, guy. conservative, socially liberal. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. But, but here's a question for you. Here's yes. a question for you. Here's a question for you. Say pandemic is over with. Pandemic is over with. Everything's back to normal. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their vaccines except Ricky and a couple other people, <laughs> right? Let's yeah. just say the vaccines got everybody being comfortable, right? Yep. Except for a small community. That's mm-hmm. not going to get the vaccine shot. Unless yeah, 50% if they, of Republican men. Unless if they force the passport ID, there's going to be some people getting arrested because some guys are just not going to do it. Yep. It's just going to be, you're not going to be able to get everybody to get the vaccine. But okay, mm-hmm. let's just say most people get the vaccine. Fine. What percentage of people are going to move back to California? That's the question. The moment somebody moves out, what percentage is going back and saying, okay, things are clear? That's the settled. I'm moving back to New York. I'm moving back to California. What percentage will go back? So 
the, the most important question on things like this is how much of this is permanent? Yeah. How much of this is temporary, temporary yeah. damage control? What do you think? I mean, look, uh, this is all just sort of speculation, but I think if you're moving, you're making that decision to move your family, if you, especially if you have kids. If you have a family and kids and you move, you're gone. If you're a single guy, I, do you know how many single people I know that have moved out of New York into Miami? Literally every single friend I know. Where are you from? Where are you from? From where you live? Where you live? Oh, I was from New York. I'm just down here for a year. It's a lot easier to, you know, if you have flexibility, if you're single, keep it moving. Obviously, yep. You know, I've been yeah, moving sure, around for the course. last 10 years. If you've got family, you've got kids, and you got to roll them in school, and you're maybe buying a house, yep. like you're gone. That's it. A lot of people from California move to Nevada, or they move to Arizona, or they move to Tennessee. Some people, obviously, to Florida. I would say the, the, the vast majority, let's say 80%, are gone. Maybe 20% come 80% are I, gone. If yeah, you're families so. with kids, yeah. you agree? So. Disagree? I, no, no, I agree with you. I actually agree with you, Adam. I think that... We I, got a first, I, ding, I, ding, ding. Can well, I get no. a... I know, huh? I think that uh, what ends up happening is that, like, for example, I travel a lot. Mm -hmm. So I get to see a lot. When you don't leave California, you don't realize how, with the laws and all this, how bad it is until you go to another state. You're like, you can do that? You're like, yeah, it's, yeah, we can. How much you pay in taxes? Oh, wow. You yeah. start opening your eyes to a different world. So I think that once you open your eyes to a different world, you realize that schooling is better. Mm -hmm. You realize that your Second Amendment is not being infringed on. You realize that, you know, the government is just kind of leaving you alone. Do your thing, build your business, and we're going to leave you alone. Yep. You, go to, you know, you go to red states, and it impresses you. You're like, D I can live like this. In America, you don't realize, in, in America, in California, you don't realize how much of a chokehold you have until you leave California. Mm -hmm. You don't realize, like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, we can do this, we can do, can't do this, can't do that. Until you go to another state where you, they're like, we don't really care what you do, just don't kill anybody, we're good. <laughs> just don't kill anybody. Well, I think, obviously, the pandemic exacerbated all of this, because now it's acceptable to WFA, WFH, work from home, work from anywhere, it's completely acceptable. So if I asked you a year ago, two years ago, Ricky, what are the chances that you're moving to Mississippi? You'd be like, bro, like no. zero. No. Now, if you can work from anywhere and you can own guns and, uh, and work from anywhere and be left alone and low taxes, you might consider living in a state that in a million years you would have not considered. Right. 100%. Not to call out our Mississippian well, friends or Alabama way, or whatever. You know what's hurting some of these states? Here's mm. what's hurting some of these states. So, for example, say Twitter says, moving forward, nobody ever has to come into the office, right? Right. I'll say, I want to work for Twitter. Okay, great. Work for Twitter. But I want to work for Twitter living in Texas, living in Nevada, living in Nashville, mm -hmm. living in Tennessee, living in, Cali living in uh, Florida. But I want to work for Twitter. Twitter says, no problem. You're hired. You're a coder. So I live in Florida, but I work for Twitter, mm -hmm. but I don't pay the taxes of the state. It doesn't matter who's paying me. I'm paying the state tax of where I live, which is what? Florida. So a lot of these companies in Silicon Valley in New York mm -hmm. who went out there and started saying what? Oh, we're hiring people virtually. You don't have to be here. Mm -hmm. They actually hurt the state. They're actually the hurting. The state that they're based in. Of course, because yeah. you Makes pay sense. taxes based on where you live. You don't pay taxes based on where the company lives. But Pat, mm -hmm. you pay, yes. in some cases they've also said, I know as, at least early on they said, oh, you'll have a, you won't have a Silicon Valley rate if you, if you don't live there. So they're paying proportionately depending on where you live. Sure, they are. So, so yeah. In that sense, it's saving them money possibly. To get, well, yeah. But, but, but watch this. But what does that do? Think about what that does. Again, who does that hurt? The state. When, whether they go lower or whether they go out of state, you know who else that even hurts even more? People living in America, because I can now hire people. If I'm going 100% Zoom, why the hell am I paying U.S. rates? 
Why wouldn't I Twitter go hire engineers out of India, out of Philippines, out of Armenia? These places are producing some of the best engineers. Why am I even paying full price here? I'm not going to pay full price. So a big part of New York and California, what they did, they indirectly changed the business model on how even Silicon Valley and these financial companies are working. This is not as uh, you know, small of a thing as people think. The consequences of certain things you do, sometimes the side effects takes a decade right. to experience it. Right. I think this is going to be a side effect that's going to take five to ten years for us to really see what happened. You're going to mm-hmm. sit there and say, what the hell? For example, you go to Glendale. Where are Armenians at? They live in Glendale. Where are Syrians at? They're in Torlock. Where are uh, uh, you know Venezuelans at? You know maybe Orlando, They're in Miami. No, a lot of them are Orlando, Miami. Where are a lot of Cubans at? Okay, you'll say Miami. Miami. Where are Puerto Ricans? Where are Dominicans at? Where are Irish at? Where are Italians at? New York? Why? Because once one community moves to a place, they typically tend to stay there unless if you treat them what, mm-hmm. you know, Unfairly. you treat them bad and then they leave, right? So they have to know this could be a shift taking place right now, and some of it is not done by politicians, believe it or not. Some of it is done by these corporations. By these corporations who are leaning far to being, hey, you know, you can work from home, do whatever you want to do. They're hurting the state just as much as the policies in the state are hurting the state. Right. But do these corporations actually care about the state? They care about their company. No? Well, it, but here's the thing: there used to be a time where you would be like, hey, you know, you know, I want to have my headquarters in New York. Why? Because New York has the best what talent, talent. pool, yeah. right? You know, I don't want to live over here. Why? Because now, guess what? The talent pool is everywhere. The talent pool is exactly. everywhere. Right. So you can no longer say, I'm in New York because the talent pool is in New York. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's not the case anymore. Isn't that like the best thing for capitalism, though? There's no restrictions. It's a fantastic no thing for yeah, capitalism. 100%. It's a beautiful thing for seven states. Mm-hmm. But it hurts states like New York, California, and Illinois. Well, New York can either adjust or fall by the wayside. They're not going to adjust. They just uh, impose another $4.3 well, billion dollars of taxes. Well, then people have decisions to make, obviously. And by right? the way, they just impose another $4.3 billion of taxes by Cuomo, mm-hmm. and they have to impose it. There's nothing they can do about it. The Why state's going to go bankrupt if they don't get that $4.3 billion. So Cuomo's people are sitting there saying, if you don't raise this $4.3 billion, guess what? Mm-hmm. How the hell are we going to get? We need this money here. So he's in a pickle himself. He's, he's in a lot of I'm different surprised ways. they haven't recalled yeah. him. Cuomo? Him? Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, efforts being made. A lot of people in California are just waiting uh, to see what's going to happen with Newsom before yeah. they leave. Like I know we, I know a lot of people have their finger on the trigger. They're just like, okay, if we don't recall him, we're out. Because he has two more years on his term. Uh, but I know a lot of people that are like, you know, they're just waiting. They're just waiting to see what's going to happen with this recall. And if he gets recalled, they're out. Listen, I hope, doesn't get recalled, I right. hope somebody from a, a little bit more libertarian, independent gets elected so they can change the policies. I hope everybody's sick of it. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody is sitting there saying, listen, man, we well, tried this for— Well, 10% of the recall was— uh, 10% Democrats. Were Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're what do you think Democrats. about your future governor, potential governor of No, California. that's not even—that's not that's a Caitlin joke. Caitlin Jenner. No, that's, no. that's not even— That could not, be no. your next governor. No. It's no. not— It's a no, story. Would you, no. would you rather have Caitlin or Newsom? No, none, none of them. Well, if you had to vote, no, I don't. Ricky? I might no. I don't even want that. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. She's uh, a Republican. No, she's running as a Republican. No. Caitlin, you, you, okay, that's that that that's the irony behind it. Why right? Is that? You think that the community is going to vote for him? If for that her. was for her, for her, Ricky. for her, get it straight. For her, if if they were to because versus Newsom. Well, because remember, Republicans bad. Republicans anti-gay. Remember, supposedly according to everybody. Not according to her. Well, according to everybody, that's the way it is. Uh, 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 forgetting that Obama was open against gay marriage and Trump came into the office 
uh, supporting gay marriage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of funny how the news knows how to, you know, spin things. Why but don't we go into that story? That's, that's kind of Which story? Caitlyn Jenner's story. I'd rather go to the Kamala Harris okay, story. Okay, fine. I'd much rather go to the Kamala well, Harris Caitlyn story. Caitlyn Jenner is considering running for governor. Yeah, I mean, listen. As a Republican. The, the, the question then you have to ask, yeah. if we have Pete Buttigieg, which, which is uh, openly... Gay mayor and look at the look super smart guy. Look at the kind of responsibilities he's being given. Is America ready for a Caitlin? I don't know. Maybe California is. But I want to show this guy. Can you pull up the videos of what was shown? Uh, I'm almost certain uh, Ricky's seen uh, this one here. If you can make this bigger. Okay, so this was just shared last week. Border Patrol video showing children being dropped from border wall. Now watch. It's a little disturbing for parents if you're watching this. Just just take a look at this. Go ahead, Kai. Took him all the way up to the wall, to the gate. Look at that. How old is that kid, by the way, Ricky? Three and five. Oh, they said it three and five? Yeah, three and five. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the one. Boom. How far is that drop? Six uh, feet? Four, uh, no. Oh, no. No. That. 14 feet. Holy moly. To 14. It's like them dropping uh, uh, Dylan in, in center. Oh, my god! From a 14-foot wall. Look at the kid is still laying on the ground. Yeah. I think they dropped the little one next. I think that's the five-year-old, and then I think that's the three-year-old, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, buddy. Or something like that. Or the other way around. Ooh. Yeah. And they throw whatever package they gave. And By the way, Pat, let me, let me, here's a, here's the reality behind things. And then they ran. Here's the reality behind things. This happens every day. Mm-hmm. They just happen to catch it. Mm-hmm. This happens every day. You know, I so live four hours from. New no, year. of course not. Especially right now. I live four hours from the border. I lived in Mexico. I went to school in Mexico. Uh, you know, we're, we're very familiar with what happens in Mexico. It, one thing is to, and, and by the way, not by, and I mean this with all due respect, not by whitewashed Mexicans that watch the news and think they know. Right. We have family there. We have family in Tijuana. We have family at the border, Mexicali. Yep. We know what's going on. We go visit there. We go, our families, the Mexican families, like for our, our, our grandparents, doctors are there. Like we're always there. We know what's going on. The Mexican community knows what's going on with the Mexican community, Right. So it, to me, it's interesting, you know, not, 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 because it is your right, it is your right to have your opinion. I think it's very interesting when non-Mexican people want to have an opinion on what's going on with the border when they have no family there, no direct connection, no phone call, hey, what's going on. You, you know, it's like me having an opinion on a country that I've never lived in. And then, you know, like when I want to know about a certain country, I ask the person. Like I talk to your sister, put it on, tell me about, you know, what's going on in Iran, what happened? You know, I talk to you about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Right, and I could l- try to read articles all I all I want that are edited by somebody else that has also no freaking idea on what's going on and think that they know what's going on. So, you know, the reality is this happens all the time, and the Mexican community we knew this was going to happen, we knew it, and on top of that, it's music to the to the cartels, it's music to their ears. They said, "Open borders, let's go." I, it's, it's 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 it was the stupidest thing ever. You know, everybody wants to seem like they're you know. You know, everybody wants to seem like they're woke and thinking that I was a good idea. It was a horrible idea. Why, why, tell, tell us why. 33% of women. Okay, so the, 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 more, the more south you live over the border, yeah. uh, the women are being raped and murdered. So 33% of Mexican women are being raped. 35% are being murdered after they're raped. Okay? So when Hold they're coming on, up by coyotes. Okay. 33% of the women are being raped. By coyotes who are helping across the border. By coyotes. Or of all of Mexican women. No, no, no. Uh, I'm sorry, migrants. I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for correcting me. Okay? Thank you for correcting me. The women that are coming up to the border, they're yeah. being raped by the coyotes or by fellow uh, 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 migrants. Migrants. Yeah. Okay. 
And then that number gets worse the more down south you go. For example, if you get into the states of Chiapas, Yucatan, Cancun, people that are migrating, the more south they come up. Mm-hmm. Salvadorians are notorious. By the way, shout out to Salvadorians. I love them too. My to my compadres Salvadorians, my close friends. But Salvadorians, notoriously immigrant Salvadorians, hate Mexicans because when they're crossing, they go through Guatemala and they get treated normal. They get into Mexico. They have a rate, give or take, of 80% of their women being raped because now they're in Mexico illegally. So they have two options from the federals, uh, federal, the federal police, state police, and the military. Can you show the map so everybody can yeah, see so they this can understand. Just they put the map, map of South, in, uh, South America. South America. So what ends up happening, it's actually Central America. Latin Central America. America. So, so what ends up happening is that the, 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 these, these agencies are giving them one of two options. Either A, you have sex with me, or I arrest you and I deport you. So they've already done the traveling. See, there you have Guatemala, right? You have Belize and Salvador. So if they have to go through, they have to go through, especially Salvadorians. Mm. So they go through Guatemala, they're cool, right? Because they're neighbors. But once they're coming Guata- from where? Right? They're coming where from, they're from coming Salvador. From? Imagine you're, you're in Salvador. Salvador, you're trying to bring your kids or your right. family to U.S. You so, have to go through Guatemala. So, so And you also got to go through Mexico. Right. Obviously. So what ends up happening, you go through El Salvador, right? And you go through Guatemala, they have to go through Mexico. But remember, the Salvadorians and Guatemalans are entering Mexico illegally so once they come across against across a law enforcement agency mexico's corrupt so you have one of two options either a this is going to happen or b we're going to arrest you and deport you so that's why illegal immigration hurts hispanics Mm -hmm. it hurts them because our women are being raped and and murder a lot of them are being murdered i have a girl on my team She's not. She's no longer with us anymore. She she she's doing a different career, but she sat in front of me. And she's like, I have trust issues with my boyfriend. I'm like, why? What would happen? She was breaking down. She was from El Salvador. She was 15 or 16 years old, raped by five different men in Mexico. So it's like it, it's it's people are like they watch the news and yeah, it's we should open the border to everybody. You don't know the damage you're doing to these people. And on top of that, people seem to think it's not just your uncle Juan that wants to come mow lawns. It's the human traffickers, the organ traffickers, the child traffickers, the sex traffickers. There's more people in trafficking than there's people that want to come work. Does that make sense? So people only think one category. My uncle Juan that wants to come mow lawns. No, my boy. Behind him is six other traffickers of different organizations. It's not just your uncle Juan that wants to come mow lawns. Does that make sense? But the media will never say that because they need the votes. And Mexicans, typically uh, Hispanics, are very emotional. When you touch... Right? And then what's the excuse for me? My parents came here illegally. But your parents came here illegally. Also, does that make it right? Should I not care about these people now that I understand how it works? Should I just keep my mouth shut? Or should I be an advocate for the truth? The truth is our women are being raped and they're being killed and these kids are being trafficked. They're grabbing kids and they're taking the organs out of them and sell them in the United States for people that are dying, old people that are dying, that are rich. They can afford these organs. So it's like you just saw it happen. By the way, that's one image. If the border, Play the other video with the kid that got the uh, yes. They, they abandoned him. Yeah, they abandoned him. That happens him. all the time. None of this is new. But we know this. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. With a with like, 10-year-old kid. Who is the guy that found the kid? Can you fast Police forward officer. a little bit? The border control? My, it, looks like it. it looks like a truck. It's a Ford. Yeah, more than likely it's going to be uh, border control. Look at this. 
body camera. ¿Qué pasó? Es que yo venía con un grupo de personas y me dejaron botar y no sé dónde están. No sé dónde están. ¿Te dejaron solo? Pues claro, me dejaron botar. ¿Te dejaron solo botar? No, no, no. vienes con mami o con papi o con alguien? ¿Ah? ¿Vienes con tu mamá o tu papá? Nadie. Yo venía en un grupo que venía en triega con usted y me al final me dejaron votar y venía aquí a pedir auxilio. ¿Te dejaron votar y te dijeron que vinieras a pedir auxilio? No, yo vengo porque si no, ¿para dónde me voy a ir? Allí voy a dejar y tal vez me pueden robar, ah. secuestrar wow. algo. ¿Te no ¿Tienes miedo? This happens all the time. Mm -hmm. This happens, and we know it. The Mexican people know it. The ones that actually sit there and understand what's going on. That's why so many, so many, so many first generation now first generation Hispanics are turning conservative, and they're because we're not sitting there in front of Univision listening to Jorge Ramos talk about how evil the border is. We know what's going on. The guy's just turning a blind eye. The idiot knows what's going on. But, of course, you got to get the ratings up, right? And you got to get the ratings up by talking about what gets people emotionally. He cares about his career. He doesn't care about the Mexican people. You know what I mean? He's a sellout. Let me ask you, Ricky. Forget about, just for a second, the U.S. border. Because as I'm looking at the map, and anyone can see this right now, if you're coming from Honduras or El Salvador... That ain't a sh that ain't a short walk. No, brother, it's not. To go through all of Guatemala, I'm, to go okay, through I'll all of way. Mexico, I'll to go through Mexico City, to even make it to the border okay. of Texas or California, Arizona, is a ridiculous trek. So walk me through the process of someone who's leaving El Salvador, because this is not a U.S. issue at this no, point. This is a Mexican, a Mexican issue. issue. This is a Mexican. Here's issue. a hypocrisy. Yeah. Ready? Here's a hypocrisy. The Mexican president, when the first caravan came up from uh, Honduras had the entire military at the border to stop them. Mm -hmm. It's funny. They talk about uh, Trump is bad and racist because he wants to build a wall, yet the Mexican government sent all the military down to South Mexico. Why doesn't Mexico build a wall? They have a wall. In the south? Uh, uh, Kai, can you, pull up the can you pull up the video where the, the, Mexican military, where the Mexican military was holding back the caravan? Mexican military holds back the caravan at the southern border. Watch, watch, watch the hypocrisy, okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, at, at southern border. Um, let me see if there's uh if, is there is there uh images let me see okay there it is the, the the go down all of them all of them but there's a border there they had crossed that's the mexican military well guatemala blocks thousands for us the hypocrisy the freaking hypocrisy here so, we are met at the american government but yet here's here's the watch out with the channel watch out with the channel so so here's the yeah right there like for example you any of those pictures right there Right? Guatemala mm -hmm. blocks, Guatemalan security forces. Where is, what border is that happening that, on? The bro? Guatemalan border, because remember, they got to the go to Guatemala. Guatemala and Mexico. And then, and then they got to so go to Mexico. So this isn't even a U.S. issue at this point. No, it's every... So at the end of the day, every, isn't this a Mexican issue more country, than anything? Every country's sovereignty is being violated. Mm -hmm. Not just the American one. But of course, Jorge Ramos is not going to tell you this. Univision, Don Lemon, AOC won't tell you this. They're not going to tell you this. So what's we can this, see give it. us some solutions that you think. Because obviously it's a problem. Whether you're Republican, whether you're a Democrat, yes. whatever you are... It's a freaking problem. Yes. And whether it's Obama, whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden, no one's figured out the solution. Yes. Give us the solution. Look, in Adam, your opinion. Here's 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 the reality behind things. We we the reality is this. Every country needs to take care of their people. Okay? So maybe maybe to a certain extent they got to get better at electing the president and start being so emotional. The reason that this pre like, for example, the president of Mexico, AMLO, he's a socialist. He's a Bernie Sanders of Mexico. How do you get voted? Emotional. Mexico's rich. So is Venezuela, by the way. 
with oil. Well, they used to be, but well, they well, but they with the oil, right? So what ends up happening? You gotta stop vo- voting emotionally. You know, a lot of people like to blame America for the the problems in in other countries. We didn't tell them to vote the way they did, right? Like Maduro, Chavez. We didn't create Chavez and Maduro. They created mm-hmm. themselves, and then people voted for them because they spoke nice. Everybody likes to blame America for other countries' problems. I have this conversation with liberals all the time. Oh, Venezuela's going to. Oh, it's because of America. No, bro, it's because of them. Yeah, I agree. Okay, it's not our fault. No. Okay, stop it. Right? I don't know who would think that it's America's fault that uh, people but, are voting for. Many do. Many, many do. people are voting many for. Many people do. Many I don't know do. many Americans who brother, know what the hell is going on in Honduras. Many people what are you do. talking of, about? What are you talking you about? You know many a lot of Americans do. who are very uh, vocal on Honduras no, 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 elections? No, no, no. There are a lot of Americans that say that's the work of America. America did that to Venezuela. And, and America did that uh, to Jorge Venezuela. Jorge Ramos America. took that stance. No, I don't. And that's why he says that's why we have to take them. Right, so the Harmony Ramos is on Univision. He's he's a Don Lemon. He's a Don Lemon of he's a Don Lemon. What's his um, approval ratings among Latinos? Bro, they love him. They love. Oh, he is. uh, He's like he's. he's, I'll put it to you this way. I said it the other day, and I'm gonna tell you guys right now. Pastors no longer have uh, 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 priests and pastors no longer have power over the Hispanic people. Jorge Ramos. Uh, Jorge Ramos. You don't know who he is. You know who I know who he is, but the audience should see him. So 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 now. Pastors and priests no longer have power over the with American the J, people. With a J, with a J, with yeah, with a J, Jorge Ramos, right? This, yeah, this, course, is, this is a sellout. This is a sellout. So anyway, here's but, La- but um, Latin Americans love him. A lot Latinos, of the, the 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 old school ones, the first generation like myself no longer do. Hmm. So his approval rating amongst our generation is going down, but a lot of people like him. So right? give us some solutions. Back to solutions. So so the I, I don't know I, I don't know if there is a solution, but here's the reality behind things. People, here's, 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 look, bro, I lived in Mexico, like I said, I lived in Mexico, I went to school in Mexico, uh, you know, just small periods when I was mm-hmm. there with my dad, okay? People in Mexico, they, they're going to show you images of, like, bad. We can show you images of people living in tents in L.A. and make it seem like that's the whole uh, United States, okay? They'll do this. People in Mexico don't starve to death. Mm-hmm. People in El Salvador don't starve to death. People in Guatemala don't starve to death. That's just the truth. And some of the viewers may not agree because they watch too much news, okay? But they don't start. I have family there. I have aunts that are missionaries that live in those countries. People don't start. But they're why not, are it's all not these Africa. Hold on, hold on, these hold on, hold on. Yeah. It's not Africa. They're not starving to death because they still have social programs because they have money because oil. Um, United States gives them money, so they're not starving. They're, you don't see with kids rub their ribs coming out. You just don't. Mm-hmm. So the reality is the solution is stay in your country till you can fix your papers and then come. That's the because it's too dangerous of a road to take. You're gonna be the chances of you being trafficked, uh, uh, you you being killed or raped are too high. But of course, they're never gonna show those numbers on the news. But brother, let me ask you: They're not starving to death. I'm trying to work towards a solution. Not that we're gonna figure out a solution here. Why are all these people leaving their countries? There's there's got to be obviously a lot of corruption, a lot of gangs, a lot of murders that that even want to leave. The, I don't know many people that want to leave their country unless there's something going bad. Pat's family would have never left Iran if it Iran was, was still run by torn, the Shah. It was war-torn, bro. It was but war-torn. In every single These one countries, countries are not war-torn. Okay, but why are they still leaving, though? Because if there's an opportunity, they wouldn't leave if they lived in in in, in somewhere in a, in a, uh, the, a lot of them in the Middle East. They wouldn't take the, the routes. People are staying there. But these people are leaving I get in it. droves I've, for a reason. Because, it's only, two country, because it's only two countries up, and if you're saying, come and we're going to take you, of course you're going to leave. But it's nothing new, bro. Like you said, this has been going on for years and years and years and because years. Because if you offer it, my family, my family in Mexico, none of them would ever starve to death. Never. Why, in Mexico. Why, why, I'm asking about Honduras, it doesn't El Salvador, matter. It's the Nicaragua. Same thing. Look, the news one might try to Look, make it otherwise. Let me, let me ask you a question. It's the are, same you, thing. are you asking 
what's the solution from the standpoint of the country of Mexico or what's the solution from the standpoint of America? All the above. No, it's a different question. Okay, so, yeah, so, okay. So if you're question. America, so, okay. there's only one solution in my opinion. What's that? You need to invest in these countries so that people won't leave their countries. Brother, too corrupt. The governments are corrupt. But who, okay, so what do we do? Just voting, be like, we'll see you at the border? Keeps, no, who keeps the voting States? them in? Emotional immigrant, uh, but that's uh, nothing to do with America, bro. That's something that people in Honduras and, and El Salvador so, so, have to do. So you know what out. the cold-hearted answer is? Stop voting for those idiots, dude. I mean that. No, no, no. That's so the, no. I'm sorry. That's the truth, bro. But who's talking? It's like it's not like I'm involved in Honduras politics. Who's voting so, for them? I don't no, know. but 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 we have to we have to think about. We, okay, so go back. Look at it from the perspective of us. Stuff that we have control over. We don't have control over. A corrupt, uh, corrupt uh, government Correct. president. How they make their money? You are. You can invest as much money as you want into a country like that. You can put twenty billion dollars into Iran. Iran's not changing their philosophy until right. there's a revolution. So you can say, oh, let's invest a hundred billion dollars into Iran. Iran still hates America, not Iranians. The yeah. Iranian politicians the at the, the top. Government. Yeah, they still hate America. They they don't sit there, wake up, and saying, let's figure out a way to get better with the West. Last time that happened was when the Shah was around, right? Okay. Question becomes America. Not, not Mexico right now. This is a topic of America. Mm -hmm. What can America do to prevent a lot of these things happening? When you say, hey, we got to take care of the people that are coming across the border and give them a place to stay at, you're, say you're saying, come on down. Come on down. So words have consequences, mm -hmm. especially when you're a president. Here's Kamala Harris. An article came out from New York Post. Where is Kamala? Two weeks since being named Border Cesar, Harris Zar. Por, uh, border Czar, Harris still hasn't visited the border. President Biden named Harris on March 24th to head up the diplomatic effort to reach out to the leaders of Mexico and uh, Central American countries about the flood of immigrants, uh, migrants, saying she speaks for me. But so far, she has only phoned Guatemalan President Alejandro Yamatei and Mexico's Andres Manuel Lopez uh, uh, Abrador to discuss root causes of the crisis. Mm -hmm. Instead, in her first two weeks as uh, czar, she has traveled to Connecticut, Chicago, and home to California over the Easter weekend and has presided over swearing-in ceremonies, touted the administration's coronavirus stimulus package and COVID response, visited uh, vaccination sites, launched with the, pres launched with, uh, the president, attended a cabinet meeting, and held listening sessions with faith leaders and small business owners her public schedule showed. Asked at the White House briefing Wednesday about when Harris might travel to the border, Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, said, there is no trips on the schedule. I don't have any trips to outline or preview. What our focus is on is solutions and ensuring we have more beds. We're making the processing more efficient and effective and that we are addressing this in a human way that keeps these kids <laughs> as safe as possibly we yeah. can. She said of the surging numbers of accompanied minors showing up to the crossing. Okay, at the crossing. So here's one thing. Look, um, say what you want to say about Bill Clinton. He showed up. Say what you want to say about Bush. He showed up. Crisis happened. He's there the next day. Mm -hmm. Say what you want to say about Trump. He showed up. He showed up. He's like, hey, what's going on over here? What the hell is going on with even showing up? Mm -hmm. You know, if this is the kind of a crisis that we're having right now, why don't you go see for yourself? Why don't you go show some support? Why don't you go support some of the guys that don't have the easiest job? It's not the easiest job to be the guy that's finding the kid. That's not an easy job right now. Their job at the border is not an easy job. So, U.S., okay, let's, let's see the reason why people are coming to America is what? Because America is still the greatest country in the world, so people want to come where? To America. Okay, 
you don't see people coming from Canada down here as much as we got people from Mexico or El Salvador coming up here. People don't go crossing the border from Canada the way they are crossing the border mm-hmm. here. That says a lot about Canada. Good for Canada for being a neighboring country. Mexico, a different story. Can you really influence politically making these calls? I don't know. I don't know how much you can do that. The way Trump did it was the following. If you don't fix it, there is tariffs. If you don't fix it, there is more tariffs. If you don't fix it, there's more taxes. That got the attention of people very quickly, okay? We're like, okay, listen, let's get this together. So why don't you say, hey, Mexico, if you don't fix the border issue that you are causing for us, Mm -hmm. here's a tariff. It's very simple. Now, I'm just telling you what we're going to do to you. This is the tax you got to pay us. You still don't want to fix it? Another tariff. You still don't want to fix it? Another tariff. Do you remember when Trump said Mexico is going to pay for the wall? You know what was the most disappointing thing? That Americans were upset about it. What are you upset about it? Why are you upset if he makes Mexico pay for the wall? Mm-hmm. Well, what's the big deal? Why are you so upset that you're defending them? Have They should pay for the wall. We're not going over their border. They should pay for the wall, right? This isn't something where you're... Look, so let's just say uh, you're President Biden or Kamala Harris. Okay. It, would you say this is a pretty urgent issue that's taking place today? Is this a pretty urgent issue? Yes. Is it? Okay, is it uh, how urgent is it right now? What's going on to Texas, Arizona, and California because they're on the border? How so urgent is one, it? It's a pretty big damn issue. It's a pretty big but issue not the today. The biggest issue. What today? is the biggest issue number today? Number one by far and away is COVID. But COVID has already been uh, solved because we have no. What I mean by that is the fact that we have the uh, what do you call the it? Vaccine. We have we have the vaccine. Yeah. We have some progress that we're making. Yeah. So it's not like we're in the process of making that better, right? What even brings more vex, uh, more COVID if you got hundreds of people, thousands of people that are around each Good other point. in different facilities? Point, yeah. If COVID is your number one, why don't you pay attention to the border? And a lot of these people coming over do have COVID. A big, of course they do. That yeah. They could pre- create a bigger uh, spread. I don't know, man. I, I think uh, for me, I like the fact when you say, well, it's been very quiet, you know, ever since Biden got elected. You don't hear a lot of different problems. Yeah, I kind of want you to go there ASAP and sit down and mm-hmm. see what's going on. You're the president, man. We're paying you to go do your job, and this is an issue that we're facing right now. All you got to do is get on that Air Force One plane of yours with a few hundred Secret Service guys. Go out there and see what's going on. Make some tough decisions. Let's move forward rather than mm-hmm. sitting there saying, well, you know, I don't know what we're going to do here. If we put too many tariffs, then they're going to say we're doing what Trump did, and I'm going to be compared to this. Forget yeah. about it. I don't think they're playing offense to figure out a solution. Well, you know, he's the- reconsidering to build the wall, to continue the wall. He, he has no choice because people are now saying that it worked. Right. People are now saying maybe we do need it. So that whole concept about a wall calling them racist, yeah. now people are starting to realize maybe we do kind of need a wall. The, the part, Ricky, my challenge is the following, which there's a part I agree with you here, is which I don't know. You may agree with what I'm going to say, but I think where you're going to say, why are people leaving Mexico? What can Mexico do? What can this We're do? Central American countries. Listen, yes. you're America. You know, if you're America— Impose yep. some tariffs. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mexico, you don't figure this out. I'm not lifting the tariffs. And these tariffs are going to stay for six months. Mm-hmm. And by 90 days from now, if I don't have a resolution and a report showing me with what exactly you're doing, guess what? We're raising the tariffs again. And within six months, if you haven't done X, Y, Z, tariffs are going up again. I'm going to put a tier of tariffs with timelines on them. I'm going to say 90 days. By 90 days, you need this. Between now and then, 10%. 90 days to 180 days. If you don't meet that, it goes to 20%. 180 days to 270 days. If you don't meet that, 30%. 270 days to 360 days. If you don't meet that, 40%. Guess what? Motivates action. I want to get this done because that creates a level of urgency tied with deadlines. Let's get to work. We want to help you. 
we want to be able to accommodate you, but at the same time, this is an issue because you're yeah. you're throwing your proms at us, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to see videos like this. This is heartbreaking. You know what's one of the common things I uh, threads I read here with people commenting below? Parents saying, "I can't even watch that video." Comment if you look at it. If somebody yeah. saying, "I can't even watch that video," somebody comments. We got Juan Garcia gave five dollars. He said, "As a Hispanic parent, so heartbreaking to see those images." Jorge Ramos is a Hispanic puppet for the left. Shout out to Ricky for keeping it real, right? You, you're getting people that are watching this saying, this is, this is tough to watch. This mm -hmm. is not easy to watch, and it's happening. And what are you doing? You're going to different events. Yeah, I don't know about that. That but doesn't you, show you, leadership you know what, to me. You know what the most disappointing part about it is? To the, yes, FYI, yes, FYI. Pat. Yes, Pat. This doesn't help. You know the whole thing that they're saying Kamala's going to be president? This doesn't help her no. re-election stuff. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. You know what the crazy part about it is, though? It's, it's what I'm really disappointed in. A lot of my friends are watching this and are going to watch this. Is how many of you guys, and I'm going to say this to you, to my, and I'm talking to, to my friends that supported Biden. How many of you guys voted for him because Trump was a racist and uh, because that's what they used to, to, to brainwash you? And then on top of that, how quiet you are about what's going on, yet it's in our face. It was never this bad. Our people, our people that carry our, forget about the skin color because I don't, I don't believe in division, that carry our culture, our country right now are literally going through this and how many people are quiet about it i mean it was a daily post trump is racist trump is racist v wall is racist trump is racist but now everything's good because the racist guy is out of the office according to them it's just insane to me like it's so disappointing as a mexican hardcore i have a centenario on my on my chest which is a hundredth anniversary of mexico it's a coin they make every hundred years i'm i, I lived in mexico my, my dad lives in Mexico. I have property in Mexico. I, I go there often. Uh, my family's there. I just went to school there. I just went and buried my uncle, my grandmother, and my uncle. I'm a part of, me I'm a Mexican citizen. I have a dual citizenship. I'm not a whitewashed Mexican that lives over here, watches the news, and reads a couple articles and think they're woke. I, I, I'm very objective. I remember when I was living there, I was 18 years old and I lived there. I was there for a year. One of the times I lived there, uh, we would actually party right with my friends that were and by the way with families that are well off that they were going to cross i remember vividly i was there we were at a bar okay i still remember it's called desvan right and it's no longer there desvan and i'm from michoacan which is a very it's a very dangerous state to be in right so it's torn me in the cartel war and there were three of them were going to go illegally and we're like getting on we're getting drunk the night before because we're partying for them and they go up they all three got caught they came back and we threw a party because they were back these are not starving people so when you're, you're sitting there and you're a Mexican that lived here your entire life and you don't, you don't even know where your parents are from and you want to have an opinion on this when you don't know what's going on then there's the stupidest thing ever because you, you let the news rile you up. I was there. I saw them leave the town with well-off families. They just want to go just do something better, go experience another country. It's, it's almost like a vacation to some of them. I don't want to say that about all of them. It's unfair for me to categorize everybody like that. But I know my fair share of people that had no need to come down here, and they're coming down here, and everybody over here wants to feel bad because the news is making you feel bad when they're pretty good where they're at. So, you know. Let's just well, talk numbers real and quick. And I'm not against immigration, by the way. I want you yeah. to know, obviously, we're immigrants. You're against I, you're pro legal immigration. I, I'm, I'm pro you not getting raped and trafficked. Okay. Yeah, so I be think very we can all clear. Agree upon that. Okay. Just quick numbers for you while we, um, before we move on. Because um, you brought up, you know, this is not a good look for Kamala if she's going to be the um, immigration czar, um, border czar. So let's just talk numbers. Let's talk approval ratings. Biden's approval ratings for his handling of COVID. And the vaccine, 75%. That's, That's very insane. high. Very high. Meaning that he did nothing for it. 
That's a, Previous that's administration a, created the vaccine. That's the fact. Sure. So own it. So tell people to get vaccinated then if you're Trump. No. He did. I'm if just you, saying. Okay. No, I'm, I, debatable. I, 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 debatable. I'm, let, me, let me just I'm, finish I'm, my point. I'm an independent thinker. Biden also, me, when, he, when Biden came into office, because obviously they were talking about his plan when he was campaigning, he was saying this, that, and the other. Oh, we're going we're gonna to put together an action plan. And then as soon as he got elected, he said, basically, it's just got to run its course. So okay, he, there you go. Listen, let's just talk numbers for a second. His approval rating between Bubba, He just made a very good point, just so you know that. When okay. they asked him, I have a plan. When I get elected, I'll tell you about it. When he got elected, he said, we just have to let her run its course. There okay. was no plan. Okay. Yeah. The only but go ahead. He's got only, 77 yeah, approval rating. 75% on COVID. Border, border patrol, uh, situation of the border, in the 40s. So if you're looking at numbers, and if Kamala is the person that's going to be the border czar, you can walk and chew gum at the same time. You can handle COVID and, and do well yes, and I get agree. vaccinated and do everything, I agree. but also get Kamala's ass down to the border and make this situation go away and fix this problem. So I, I don't know if the wall is the solution. I think it's more policies than wall. Because there's something called, tell me if you're familiar with this, Title 42. Yes. So tell me, I don't know if, I, I know that I, I'm familiar with the Title 42. I don't know the, the ins and outs of it, but there's a, basically a policy situation that Trump implemented. Biden came in with an executive action. And removed and, it. And removed it. So listen, part of, part of being, uh, voting for Biden or being a Republican is that you can have tough love. You can love your kids and say, bro, you got to do better here. Your report card sucks. So my advice to Joe and Kamala, whatever, is keep doing what you're doing on COVID. Things are getting better, but get your act together when it comes to the border because this is a humanitarian disaster. But so, hold on. It's deeper than that. The man hasn't done anything in 42 years, 47 years. Why would you have an expectation of a vote for a person that's never done anything? Literally, they, you got a video. Hold on. You can't, you can't say he's never done anything. Are you serious? Right, okay. okay, you're right. Mass incarcerate blacks by ni- in the 1990s. I like you're what right. you're doing here. You're, right. you're using the you're propaganda. Right. Got I get it. it. No, oh, it's propaganda or, or, or they're on the books? Who won the election? That's that's beside the point. We're not gonna go there. No, we're not. No, we're not. I hope you brought no, cash. With no, you. we're not gonna go there. No, cash? we're not gonna go there. Did you bring the about, cash, Ricky? We're gonna. We'll I, take I care believe of in you, bro. We're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> okay. No, we're we're not because we're not. So the point is this: here's the reality behind things. Trump in his forties brought Manhattan out of ruins. That's the truth. When he was in his thirties and forties, actually brought him in and said, "What can we do to fix Manhattan?" He brought Manhattan to where it's at, right? Well, to a certain extent, he brought Trump brought Manhattan. Are to you where serious? It's at? They sat meetings. Trump is the they had city council meetings where, where they had city councils where he was re- helping them rebuild. He says, "Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Let me build here. Let me build. Let me build here." He's the one that brought life to it, right? And and, and that, are you or am I wrong? If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. You don't have to agree with me. I don't think Trump was the sole reason Manhattan is what it is. Okay, today, you don't think bro. he was the biggest influence for it? He I was think, the biggest voice I at think, the time. I think he did his fair share, but I think there's a lot of freaking people that. Of made, course, I'm not okay. saying I'd, that. I'd say Rudy Giuliani but is a bigger need, but factor you need than a, Trump. But everything needs a pioneer, right? He was a pioneer for it. Sure. Okay. Right. Uh, it, it, did our forefathers get the country to where it's at right now? No. The living the forefathers. The forefathers. No, they they fought for the to get rid of uh, British, and then they established the constitution, and we're here now. But we had to continue that that legacy. Sure. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. So what I'm getting at is that the man has already had previous success. What has Biden done? He hasn't done anything but to force uh, a few laws that go against mass incarceration. And then what did Kamala Harris actually known for? Lock up a brother. That was her nickname. So, so why would you have any expectations for people who have done nothing for the communities to begin with? And then expect them to go into office and want to have expectations for them. Is it's Joe ridiculous. Biden your president? It's like having a dog, it biting you, and then saying, don't bite me. I'm, it bites you when it's adopted. And then, and then Ricky, we're like, don't bite me Ricky, when I own this you. This is a it's famous that thing that we talk about. What's your point? 
My point is, why do you have any expectations? You should have known this happened. So it should have zero expectations for the president of the United States? Why zero? would you if you already knew the track Ricky, record? No, a, no. That's why a, are that's, you? Uh, you're a smart guy. Any, that's any, not a smart guy. No, okay. Bro. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me, let me clarify. Even let if me, your expectations are low, you should have Hold on. Let me clarify it for you then. Let me clarify for you then. Okay. Democrats that voted for him that are not happy on what he's doing should not be surprised. You already know he has nothing going on. There's for different issues, brother. No. There's, di there's, there's different, no different issues. issues. There's COVID. There's immigration. Yeah. There's taxes. There's policies. So, what he sucks at all of them. Is he doing? Tell me one category he's doing good in. He's doing good in taxes. COVID. He's doing good in COVID. Seventy-five percent approval rate. It doesn't matter what ignorant people think. The question becomes who who started it. He said, we got to let it take its course. So take Trump, should course. It. Trump should get out there and tell people, he already did. I started this thing. He did. Get your he ass has. vaccinated. So why do 50% of Republican men like remember, men remember when, when, I was, when I was last time I was on the podcast and she said, why did, well, what was her name? Danielle. She's like, why doesn't he, uh, what is, why doesn't he uh, reject white supremacy? I said, yes, he did 26 times. Remember when I said that? Okay. Publicly. He's already publicly saying to do it. So what are you talking about? He hasn't you come out and said it. more often, then. Well, he's not the president anymore, and they took him off of every single social media. Let me ask you, do you listen to what Trump has to say? Not everything. You respect what he has to say? I respect what he has to say in certain you, categories. Listen, bro. Listen, Ricky. Yes. I want you to go get vaccinated. No, sir. I'm an, listen, I'm an independent okay. thinker. Right. I, I, don't, I don't solely follow one man. I, like, I could like a lot of what he does without liking mm -hmm. certain things. Okay. okay. That's what happens when you're an independent thinker. All right. right? I, <laughs> well played, sir. Okay, all right, all good. Uh, by the by, the way, he did yeah. tell people to get yes. the vaccine, but he said I came up to expedite the process of vaccine, mm -hmm. not Biden taking credit for it. Yes. Trump is what made it happen within nine months. If it yes. wasn't Trump, it would have been yes. eighteen months. Because Listen, even Fauci said it's going to take eighteen look, months. Whether it's Fauci, whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden. This is a team effort. No, no, you Enough can't. You can't. Oh, you can't. That's not that, a freaking team you effort. You cannot do that, buddy. It's you, not a team effort. No, team? Fauci said eighteen months. He said nine months. Okay. So it got done in nine months. Okay, Give so the guy Fauci credit if he did. He. I'm giving him no, credit. No, but, you, but you're not. Effort. No, no, it's not. This is. This, there's Trump a, implemented a plan, made it happen. Fauci's telling people to wear masks. Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year. Okay. Because of who? Because of more Tom than Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, because Tom Brady showed up, and then he led the team. True. Yeah, okay. He. But there's people out there making but, tackles. There's people out there catching passes. There's people out there blocking. It's not just Tom yeah, Brady, the, bro. The, it's see, just not the, just the, Trump. The, the, it's not just Biden. The, it's the, not just Fauci. The rhetoric. It's a team effort. you got to be kidding me. No, it's you're not a team so, effort. You're so naive to say something It's not like a team that. effort? You're so naive to okay, say something Okay, it's all Trump. Like Trump no, made it happen. it's not. It's all Trump. He's the only... Trump there, made the vaccine. He distributed a, the vaccine. No. He was there with the with yeah. the beakers, and the, he's making the vaccine. What are you saying? Can you get this guy a cookie, please? Just give, give me a goddamn some, cookie. Some bar, broccoli okay, okay. cookie or so something. Did the Venezuela, is this a team effort? Did the Venezuelan people ruin Venezuela? This is a team effort. It wasn't Maduro or Chavez? I'm sure they had a oh, huge okay. part. Well, it wasn't Hitler? What are you what are you saying? What are you what are you saying? What are you saying? It's a, it's a team effort. Is it a team effort then? So I'm Hitler, Hitler didn't pioneer it? Hitler didn't pioneer that? Uh, Karl Marx didn't pioneer socialism. No, 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 no. I'm not. Because that's say there's a driver. There's a driver. There's a driver. Freaking agree. So who's the driver? He's not the one making the goddamn vaccine. Oh, he did it. He said, "Make the vaccine. Let's go." So did Hitler create the AK-47s and the tanks and the bombers? The driver of the books. Okay, okay. There were other people involved. So the gas chambers. Did Hitler make them, or did he drive them? Dude, I who, no, no, who I'm made him? That's such who, a dumb comment. No, it's not dumb, bro. Dumb it goes comment, back to bro. what you're trying to say. All right, let's That's skip this. Right We're there. done here. It ended yes. well. You guys good? 
Give We're yourself good. a good thank God. <laughs> hey, guys, next uh, a little update from the polls here. Um, Adam's approval rating has <laughs> risen to 4% here <laughs> on the, uh, no, on the, on the it, Twitter chat. By the way, let me. if you're enjoying the dialogue right now, listen, this is what I like. I like banter. I like debate. That's how we learn. If we sit here and all of us agree on everything, nobody learns. This is how I learn. This is how my board meetings are. This is how my meetings are. And it's working very well, specifically today. And we're still friends, by the way. I love this guy. This Thank guy, me, t- yesterday he tells me, hey, happy birthday. Like, we have a great relationship. We can, this, this is the way America should How be. How it should be. 100%. Yeah. We can be. disagree. Yes, and I still, agree. And still have lunch afterwards and be good. We still got an hour and nine minutes to go, guys. Holy I, I do want to tell you, I want to give a shout out to a couple. If you're enjoying this, uh, uh, smash that thumbs up button. If you're here for the first time, join us. Subscribe to the channel and click on the notification button so when it goes out, you're uh, 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 you're uh, getting your notification. Let me give a quick shout out to a few people that uh, uh, the donation today, for whatever reason, is pretty high. Okay, hi, Pat. <laughs> this is Ramiro Gonzalez, $10. I'm trying to launch an app, three to four relatively big players in the market. My biggest competitor just raised $2 million. Is there anything you'd recommend when going up against a Goliath? I made a video yes. about it, Ramiro. You ought to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, four ninety nine was by Heavy Hall Mercenary saying Candace Owens is the furthest person Right is what he says. AG mm. just gave ten dollars to give ten dollars. Thank you. Troy Glow just gave twenty five bucks just to give twenty five bucks. Nelson J five dollars. Thank you. Sanchi gave a, a two hundred ARS. Uh, Perque crack Adam hablano español. Okay, I have no clue what he just said. Crack right ass there. Adam speaks Spanish. Speaks Spanish. <laughs> That's what he said. Crack okay. ass Adam. So me me hablo español bueno. Five bucks, AG. Mr. Clean Ball Guy's back. I tweeted what he said last week, by yeah. the way. Fantastic. Have Adam Google how much taxes were paid in 1964. Click on the Revenue Act of 1964. It's the first link uh, read the impact. I'm curious. I'm going to look I'll at that right myself as that well. PBD, thanks for the quote on Twitter. You got a buddy. Chad Williams, 10 bucks. When I went through L.A. pre-COVID, had a buddy take me through Skid Row. It was literally like going through the uh, going to the third world. Worse about it is mass health, mental health problems and business owners stuck behind tents. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Chad Williams. And by the way, Chad Williams is a guy that will go left or right when it comes down to commenting. Uh, he still gave the five bucks on that. Let me see what else we got here. Chad Williams, another five dollars. What about Rock running for president? We've talked about that before in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yimmy Marino gave fifty dollars. Amen. Preach. U.S. Media, Univision, and Telemundo are sale. Sellouts to Hispanic community spreading lies to the Democratic Party. That's based on your conversation. Uh, Ruben Ramirez, Ricky, what were the best advantages of growing up in the streets? And what would you say to someone who's looking to become a legitimate businessman, entrepreneur? What were the toughest obstacles? Maybe you want to answer that right oh, there. Oh, what was streets, the toughest? Growing uh, yeah. up in the streets. Uh, I grew up, some of you guys don't know. Um, I grew up in East Bakersfield, which is the second biggest barrio in, 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 in California outside of East L.A., um, actually, the founder of the California's Mexican Mafia is from Bakersfield. He grew up uh, six blocks from where I was grew up in Beale Street, um, and so th- there's a lot of heavy influence there. Uh, I think the number one thing would be to get away from those people, right? Which is associations. Get away from people that have that mentality. Uh, and, and by the way, let me make one thing clear because a lot of my friends are watching. A lot of my friends that I grew up in the hood with that I love very much, and there's and there and some of them are still there. Some of them are out, um, but it's it's limiting my association with. The, the people that had the mentality that I used to have, right? And then uh, uh, limiting my visits to the neighborhood. I'll go now to go cut my hair, to go buy things, but I don't go to visit anybody there anymore. Um, uh, but they, that's that's number one. Number two is 
uh, one, you know, you and I'm just gonna give him a shout out because you've interviewed him. You're friends with him. Is uh, I read the book uh, by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad, to help me change my mentality, to understand what it is to be a business owner, and then uh, find a proven mentor. You know, in this case, I, I was able to. First of all, my, my brother got into business. Uh, and then uh, Alejandro. You know, Alejandro, my brother Alejandro, shout out to my little brother Alejandro, uh, into this business because I come from a family of entrepreneurs uh, that were in financial services. So uh, then you know uh, from there I was coached by uh, Hector and Eric El Toro. Shout out to them. Uh, and then Jose Marlin Gaitan, which is the older brother, uh, older brother sister to uh, Hector and Erica, and then and then Pat. So uh, it's finding proven mentors and then staying within that association. I think to me, my number one thing is association. Uh, the, you're you're going to be a direct reflection of the five people that you're around the most. Mm-hmm. That your income is going to be a reflection of the five people that you're around the most. And a lot of the reason that I'm passionate a lot about the things that I'm passionate about now is because Pat kind of brought light to it. So the, what ends up happening is that you're kind of in the dark on a lot of things. A lot of subjects that uh, you're in the dark. And so somebody says, "Hey, have you looked at this?" All they got to do is point a finger for you to look at, and then you're like, "Wow, I did not know that." Right. So that's kind of that's kind of the 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 road that I would say to take is again to break it down. Number one. Get away from associations that have the same lifestyle. Uh, number two, start reading, self-developing. Number three, find a proven mentor. You know, anybody who's willing to mentor that you admire, that you know. I mean, they could be a priest. They could be a pastor. You know, for us, it's Dudley and the, on the spiritual side. Find a, find a way out and just stick with that community. That would be by, my By my the best way, advice. to tell you how much Ricky has influenced the Latino community in his surrounding area, this is just the beginning of what he's mm-hmm. going to be doing with his impact. Because this messaging coming from, some, from somebody like this who grew up there, the level of uh, credibility he has to say, here's where I was, here's who I was, here's what I did, here's the proof, this is what I believe today, we ought to change or else. Uh, uh, well, I've told Ricky this a million times. This is a, a lot of what the Republican Party needs, especially No in question about it. Like, if you see a guy like this, yeah. rather than the male, pale, and stale crowd that you see when they're lining up on the, the Trump pictures, this is someone that I think people can get behind. This is someone that even no a question. Democrat can say, you know what, this motherfucker. Yeah. But, you, but you know what? I think on. I think to a certain extent, though, the, the, the suit, the suit, let me, let me, let me, uh, I'm going to send something to Kai real quick, Pat, if you don't mind. Go for it. I think that uh, sometimes, uh, a lot of times, uh, uh, what is it called, the the suit uh, may... Uh, uh, disc- fool them. Fool them. So I'm going to send a... I'm gonna send. Well, yeah, why don't you to, just take your clothes no, off? No, no, right I'm not here. gonna do that right now. No, because then you're gonna, you're gonna. The, the people on the crowd. I'm, gonna, see I'm that. actually gonna send this. Well, uh, I'm gonna send this to Kai. Maybe Ricky, Kai can pull While you're doing up. that, let me ask you a follow-up yes, question. Sir. While you're doing that, so maybe Kai could pull this up real quick so people know what I look like without a shirt. Not completely, just you know. So uh-huh, the, go ahead. The male model pictures. No, 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 no. So respect to you for what you're doing, bro. Real talk. You talked about limiting your trips to the barrio, limiting your trips to the hood. Obviously, you're associating yourself with PBD. And the Del Toros and the Gaetans, respect to them if they're listening. Sapala, everyone. Oh, 100%. Yes, Sapala, Vargas. Respect, respect. Love those guys. Yeah. Um, you're talking about limiting. How much, what kind of backlash are you getting from your people saying, bro, you sold out? Bro, you know, you're not you, with you, us anymore. You know, that's, bro, you talk yeah, shit. I no. got it. I suspect you're seeing stuff like that. Yeah, you know what? You know what the crazy part is? I, I don't, because I'm not around them, I don't hear it. So but when you go around them, yeah, oh, you, you know, think you're better than me now? No, bro? no, actually. Oh, you think you're this? No, actually. You don't surpri- get any of that? You know, surprisingly enough, bro. Surprisingly enough, when I do, like, I go get a, my my compadre owns a barbershop, so I go cut my hair in the, in the in my neighborhood two, three times a week. And when you're I getting do haircuts other, two or three times, put a it week? back up. Yeah. So Jesus. yeah. So yeah. Of course. So that's that's what I look like uh, without a shirt. Yeah. So I'm completely, and that's the way my damn near. Uh, you know, seventy-five percent of my body looks. I'm I'm completely tattooed, and I have my murals. You know, I have my my my, What's my up with the rooster tattoos. on your hat. The roosters, where I'm from, it's big on on the rooster in the rooster world. So, uh, my family were were raised You're a roosters. Coxman. Yeah. So so I, I this is this is how I look. Without my shirt on, I take off my shirt on my back. I have my my back completely tattooed as well. 
I grew up in the neighborhood. So anyway, point is that uh, uh, to, to answer your question, though, no, I don't get a, I don't get a lot of it a lot on the country. I, 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 I can see that. Yeah, I, I I, but, but here's why, though, because his arguments make sense. There is credence behind mm-hmm. it. When there's credibility and weight behind your word, people have to listen. Okay, you have no matter how much a person doesn't like a doctor. If a doctor's got the credibility to say, for the last, you know, like Ron Paul would get up and say, I've done four thousand, uh, uh, I've delivered four thousand babies, right? If he tells you about delivering babies, guess what you have to say? <laughs> I never delivered a baby. You know, four thousand of them. You got credibility. Yeah. You need to have the history. You got. You got to kind of listen. By the way, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, and you like what Ricky had to say today. Uh, it's his birthday today. I'm going to put the comment below with the link to exactly his Insta- Instagram account. Go I give him a follow that. and send him a message and stay in contact with him. Uh, I just put the link right there. You ought to see it. Go real quickly and follow him and give him some love. It's also in the description. Okay, perfect. So we got it both places. Sabatimani family is watching. Uh, pull it oh, and see oh, Good see to have love, you guys on. Shout out to family. Ten bucks. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Jack E. just gave four, uh, five bucks specifically to you. Yep. And said, Patrick, are the rumors true that Adam is planning to run for president of Chaz? <laughs> <laughs> is that in Seattle, Chaz? That's good stuff. Uh, it's hilarious. That's I got a few other stuff. people here. Adam, follow up. Uh, uh, Adam, uh, follow up. PBD's preaching and recently learned about people from Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, leaving corrupt governments. Juan Garcia, five bucks. Mass legal and illegal immigration is bad. It hurts wages and salaries against uh, many immigrants. Don't assimilate to rules and culture of America. As a Mexican, I can honestly say Mexico is a failed culture. Ten bucks, Serafin. Then we got a few other people that just gave $5. I wonder, I wonder what he means by that. I don't understand. I don't understand Lush, what he, uh, what mass he legal or illegal immigration is bad. It hurts wages, similar to what you said, oh, okay. and salaries. And many immigrants don't assimilate, assimilate to rules and culture of America, meaning they're yes. coming here. They don't say, oh, I love America. No, I meant the other I'm, one, Serafin, the other one, the one before that or after that. Which is that Mexican cultures failed. I don't know what he meant by that. Mexican, as a Me- Mexican, I honestly can say that Mexico is a failed culture, country. Oh. Mexico is a failed culture. I don't know what it is. I if you want to yeah. elaborate on it, Sarah, yeah, we'll come back to it. I, yeah, a little bit more specific. Yeah. Sean Ellis gave five bucks. Trump has uh, had this fix with remain in Mexico in the wall mm-hmm. and ending catch and release. But Biden flipped all of those. Yep. And now we have a nonstop flow of 20 years. Uh, uh, some guy, $5. Illegal immigration costs U.S. taxpayers $116 billion yep. per year. Yep. And we got Woods Dog. We got a few other people here that said what they said. But uh, let me get back to, okay, Mexico needs uh, to send its military into Central America and conquer it. The U.S. better stay out of it since they don't care. Expand the fatherland. NC Styles. Five bucks. <laughs> All right, it is what it is. Wow, that's uh, that, that's what's a, the father? That's brutal. Uh, that's that's yeah. He's he's talking about uh, taking over the countries. All right, so let's talk, let's talk about Amazon. Let's talk about Amazon. Let's talk mm-hmm. about um, what Amazon did here. Page four, if you want to go page to four. it, go to page four, uh, Amazon. So a few things going on with Amazon. I'll read both of the stories, and you tell me your thoughts on it. One. This is a business insider story. Amazon is snapping up this used shopping malls and turning them into fulfillment centers. Malls that buckled due to e-commerce or suffered during the pandemic are being given new life by the very entity that uh, precipitated that their decline, Amazon. Last year, Amazon was reportedly in talks with uh, Simon Property Group, the country's biggest mall owner, to convert many bankrupt JCPenney's and Sears department stores into fulfillment centers. About 50% of mall-based department stores could permanently close by the end of 2021, according to Green Street. Let me read that one more time. About 50% of mall-based department stores could permanently close by the end of 2021. Wow. That is half of malls That's crazy. close. 
Amazon's signature prime delivery depends on its national network of more than 100, 100 fulfillment centers and roughly 1 million workers to get the packages to customers' front door within a day or even an hour. What do you think about the strategy that Amazon's taking, Adam? I mean, this isn't a new story. We've covered this, but that malls are closing and that Amazon fulfillment centers are, are taking over. And it's just, it is what it is. I mean, the, the reality is these malls, these retail shopping has been declining for years and years and years. Online shopping has risen and risen. And it's a natural progression. If Who else is going to go into these what they call anchor stores, these Sears, these Macy's, these JCPenney's, who the hell is going in there? There's been some ideas about freaking theme parks going into these type of things. The reality is, as one door closes, another door opens, and Amazon is just going to fulfill, literally fulfill that open location. Yeah, I, no, I, I think I agree with, I agree with, I don't want to come down to that. I mean, you know, here's, here's what it comes down to. You know, I, I'm kind of spit on this. I was having a conversation with Vanessa earlier before we started here. She worked at an Amazon uh, warehouse and Which we'd um, like to hear what she has yeah, to say. Yeah, about you that, know, I actually be you know, but it's you know she was saying how the the the, the workers get treated or whatever the case may be. Uh, I think it's a double edged sword. So let me let me let me let me explain what I mean by that. As far as Amazon is concerned, do I like a lot of people don't like you know Bernie Sanders made everybody hate Amazon. I love Amazon. Um, Amazon uh, saves you uh, a trip for possibly getting uh, in a car accident, right? Because it'll bring you to do your stuff your next day. So now parents can spend more time teaching their kids. They don't have to go to, I have to go to run their store. You can just order, it'll be there the next day. I think Amazon has really uh, upgraded our quality of life in many different ways. On a capitalistic sense, because again, you know, if I'm doing homework with my kid and I need and I need you know toilet paper, I can literally just order it online while I'm helping them. Mm-hmm. It gives you more time at home with your family. It gives you more time to work on your business. I know I use Amazon. Every, I order from Amazon out of 30 days, probably about 25 of the days, wow. right? So it, it helps you with your. It just helps you in different in different in different areas. Now it is the richest company in the world now. And I'm kind of a little bit. Uh, one I'm, of one of. I think wh- Apple's market is it, cap is, is it, bigger. Uh, than I know Amazon, Amazon was bigger than was it is, is market I'm, cap. I think Apple's at two trillion. Okay, uh, Amazon's what, at one point five. But it's still but it's, it's very influential. It's massive. I, I'm with yeah, you on so that. so I like it. I, I like the idea of them going into because fulfillment centers because it's making our life easier. Like you said, it's progression. You know, mm-hmm. um, now there's been a lot of complaints about how it treats its workers. That's kind of you know. I'm concerned about Vanessa, that. So, why don't we can go when to you, that next story? I'm going to yeah, go into. Yeah. I want to hear from Vanessa real quick. You, you, so, tell us about you worked at Amazon before. Yes, I did. I was a work a fulfillment fulfillment worker uh, this warehouse in Doral. That's Miami, basically. And it's funny how you say that they want to make uh, our customers happy, and I'm I'm all about that. But I'm wondering how they would treat their employers in these new facilities mm-hmm. that they want to replace them all because honestly. In my warehouse, at least, they didn't treat me with respect at all. All managers. The managers. Yeah, the managers didn't res- like respect us at and all. And can you tell us? T- yeah. Tell me more about that. What do you mean by that? I mean, uh, they wouldn't. They, they would actually disrespect us. Like, like for example, very basic thing. If I need to go to the restroom, I just go. But for them, it was like, oh, okay. Well, you instead of five minutes, you took seven minutes. That's a that's a write up. Or for example, what? yeah. Or for example, if. Your back hurts because you've been lifting boxes all day. Yeah. Okay. Um, instead of uh, taking you to a less heavy-duty section that mm-hmm. we do have, instead of boxes, it's just mm-hmm. envelopes. Yep. They, they would write you up for that too, or suspend you for two weeks. It's just not. I don't know how the new idea is gonna become. I hope it's better, to be honest. But in my experience, there's no respect at all. And do you think that's something the overall sentiment from workers was that your experience as your friends have similar experiences what's your take on that the entire warehouse i because i don't i don't like to talk bad about any uh 
company. Mm-hmm. But then my entire warehouse felt the same way that I do. I know that 100%, at least from the associate level, that mm-hmm. was my position, associate. When it becomes to managers, of course, you're like the king and the queen. I don't know about the corporate level because I never got to that point. I really tried, but that's the other thing. They they don't let you to go. I don't know how managers hmm. got to managers, to be honest. Interesting. So you did not have a good experience working for Amazon? No, sir. Whatsoever. By, by the way, if you heard that strange noise, that was Paul's stomach. He's hungry. That, that's yeah. what that sound was, Paul. I caught it. Paul looked at me as if I caught it or not. Your stomach is growling. Uh, very interesting to yeah. hear that. Let me get into the next yeah. part on the culture. Is it fair to say that you like working at Valuetainment a little bit better than Amazon? I'm in love with this job. Okay, there we go. Damn. By, by the way, I noticed you took a break. Let's make sure we wrap it up. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, you took a We love, we love. I'll give her six I think and a half everybody breaks. loves Vanessa. Yeah, she's got I think a everybody great loves vibe, Vanessa great here. Positive but but, attitude. but, but let's go to back Vanessa. to it. Let's go back to and read what they're saying here. Amazon has a quota for the number of employees it would it would be happy to see leave each year. Wow. Employees say there's a big reason Amazon's culture feels cutthroat. Business insider. One key piece of Amazon's uh, review process is a metric called unregretted attrition rate, URA, which represents the percentage of employees managers aren't sad to see leave the company, whether they part ways voluntarily or otherwise. Even the most senior executive at Amazon, including uh, incoming CEO Andy Jazzy, closely tracks URA according to the internal documents uh, obtained by Insider. Jazzy, for example, has a 6% goal for URA, which means he's expected to replace 6% of his team through unregretted departures. On what appears to be annual basis, the internal document shows Jazzy and other top executives also kept track of the current unregretted rate, a running tally of the percentage of employees the company is not concerned about losing, and current gap to go, which is the number of employees it needs to see leave each uh, reach its targeted URA. Adam, I'll go to you first. This is such a like I just spoke wow when I read this story because I'm, are you familiar with the word attrition? This is basically essentially sure. losing business or losing employees. And I remember you know be, being in the hospitality and nightlife sector in Miami when I was in my twenties. You have a lot of turnover. Whether you're you know it's a you're a bartender's, you're a club, a hotel. Front desk, you have a lot of turnover. It's a very high turnover type of business. So you're constantly bringing on new people. It's sort of part of the game. And then when I got into financial sales and financial services, something that I learned was attrition. Like, all right, if you've got 100 um, companies you're working with or 100 agencies because I have a financial wholesaler, you say, look, you're gonna, your attrition rate can go up year after year. You obviously want to keep people on, but you're naturally going to lose um clients that's just sort of your attrition rate so i'm familiar with this word attrition i'm familiar with turnover but this is a new term i've never heard before bro this is unregretted attrition rate unregretted meaning we don't give a f if they leave or or stay it's unregretted we don't give a shit essentially if these people go and apparently their number their goal is six percent so their number they've they put a number to it if i mean don't be shocked by Amazon using using data and metrics, their number, their magical number is 6% where they're like, look, if six out of 100 people leave or quit or gone, we're good with that. If it's 10%, 20% a little too high for us. But this is a terminology I've never heard before. URA, unregretted attrition rate. I've heard you of seem attrition. You very upset about it. I'm not. I'm, I'm more Did just- Did you used to work at Amazon as well? Did no, you but shout out to too? Vanessa for everything she's done. But this is- we're learning. I think. Let me let me just slow it down for a second. We are learning more about Amazon. I'm gonna let him take over. Of I'm course, just, we're just... gonna let him take over. He's been taking over all day. Nah, He's the guest. Go it's ahead. His birthday. Rick. But this is a very new terminology, and Amazon does seem I, to be I very cutthroat. I, I, I think. I, I no. I, I I no. I think that. Uh, I think that they they just put a name to something that every company does already anyway. 
I don't think I'm not surprised by it. I'm not offended mm-hmm. by it. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. Oh my god, I can't believe it. 6% you should. Doesn't seem high at all, though. No, it doesn't. But the reality is, I think that they just they just came up with the terminology and metrics for things that companies already do anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just they just shine the light on a reality. And emotional people, that's why they don't get very far because they don't know how to control their emotions. Will look and say, "Oh my God, this is horrible." When in reality, is well, what's your dating turnover rate? Right? Well, Do you have to like everybody you date? Should you marry everybody you date? No, no people, companies I'm, don't need to marry. I'm their with employees. you 100, brother. I think what we're in agreement here. That yeah. There's turnover. I talked about it in hospitality. It's for me. It's the unregretted. Basically, they don't like. Look, is there some people in your life that left that you're so happy they left? Yeah, of course. Did you regret it? No, I'm good with it. I'm okay, saying, that's what I'm saying. I think so it's unregretted. That, the fact that they put a they metric had the, behind the, it is the fact that they used they had the audacity is what kind of blows Not your away. Not even audacity is the fact that that's what they called it. They could have just it's called beautiful. it an, att- uh, uh, an attrition. Rate. I think they cool. want. I think they want. I think they want you to know like, we're not tripping. Out of here. Hey, I'm, I'm good with that. That's business. Okay, but then you have people like Vanessa that are that found a very a job she absolutely loves to use her words right versus a job okay, she absolutely watch this. hated. Okay, I'm regretted. What was it? Unregretted attrition rate. Vanessa, are, did you regret leaving? Absolutely. So she didn't. Re- you 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 don't regret leaving, right? You don't regret leaving. I'm, yeah, no, that's what I'm sorry. I don't okay. regret leaving. Okay, then. So she's she's she unregrettedly she unregrettedly left. Okay. So it's unregretted on both sides. So so a couple things. So let we me agree let, here. Yeah. Let me say a couple things <laughs> to this story here. Number one, uh, when she says what she says about Amazon, I have a lot of people that also say they love yes. working at Amazon. I've also heard a lot of people tell me they hate their managers. They love working for Amazon. They hate their managers, okay? Mm-hmm. I've heard that many, many That's times. That's probably in a lot of companies. Though. But what I'm trying to tell yeah. you is, like, I'll go to a yard house here, okay? The mm-hmm. waitress here is not going to be the same waitress as the waiter in uh, Addison who took Shout care of me. Shout out to Jason. Jason, I miss Shout Jason. Shout out to Jason. Do you not miss Jason? Great I miss guy. Jason. Great Jason guy. is a guy, you know, we just... So I'd go in there, Arnold Palmer already Pretty much there. the only reason I'd move back to Addison is for Jason's <laughs> service. It's, it's in and Miami, a couple nurses. Addison. And a couple of nurses. Nurses are everywhere, nurse. though. Yeah, so, Shout out to my nurse Yeah, friend. Jason was one of a kind. But here's the point. So that's, that, that's one part. By the way, I'm not discounting Vanessa had a bad experience course, at Amazon. Right. All I'm saying is a manager can make a company look terrible if you don't track what some managers are mm-hmm. doing to their people. I had a call the other day with the VPs. You were on yes. the call when I said, moving forward, look, we're getting some people that are, you know, hey, if you're going to abuse and not do the right thing for your guys, we're going to get involved. It's not like, right. hey, it's okay. No, we're not going to let that happen because that's what makes a company look bad. Mm-hmm. A company sometimes looks bad because they weren't able to inspect something that was happening in one place. Believe me, I run a company, and I see a lot of the problems come up. And sometimes, like, man, how come we didn't know about this earlier? How come we didn't know about this earlier? This is So you have to reward the people that are doing a good job. But stories like that happen all the time. As far as the 6% uh, uh, uh you are rate that you're irate with, and I'm sorry to have you feel the way you feel. You seem very frustrated, and I mean, your face is red. Irate. I don't know why you're so upset Zero about percent. it. This is what Ricky does. No, I'm telling you guys, I think we need to bring something here to kind of calm uh, Adam's nerves. Something tells me we'll bring something but, in that'll calm but, my nerves. But, today. but let me let me say, you're gonna bring the drinks again, like the uh, Martino. But anyways, let me say this to you. Watch this. Watch this. Samuel. Adam, watch this. Six percent yes, is Amazon's. Yeah. You know the legendary COO who everybody wanted to emulate, and they swore by this guy. Books were written by this guy. Everybody Uh-oh. studied this guy. A Sweet. guy named Jack Welch uh, said, mm-hmm. every year we have to fire the bottom 10% of our employees. Mm-hmm. And you know what people said? What a genius guy. <laughs> this guy's a genius. 
What a brilliant guy. We should do it as well. Every year, December 31st, who's our bottom 10%? I think Joey made the cut. Billy made the cut. Bobby made the cut. Mary made the cut. You know Mary you is know coming what? in there. You guys, Mary's definitely Mary coming. Is coming. You guys are, listen, this didn't work out. We yeah. wish you nothing but the very best. We hope you have find a place that's going to be better for you. And uh, we want to give you a one-month severance. All the best to you. Wish you nothing but the best. Great. Boom, you move on, right? People thought it was brilliant idea for this to be done 70s 80s 90s but today oh god forbid amazon says a six percent not even ten percent you do that I, I i think it's not a big deal and i applaud amazon for doing it i think it's the right thing they're doing i think the media's spinning it again and they need somebody to take shots at right now because they're trying to force amazon to mm -hmm. agree did you see did you see jeff bezos came out you know i i agree with the raising of the corporate taxes because companies should be paying more in taxes Okay, and they're kind of using him now to say that because if he says it, you know, it's okay. Kind of like how they used Buffett years ago when Buffett said, it's okay. I'm not pay paying enough taxes. I should pay more. And then Biden, than me, yep. Obama said, if, if Buffett said it, and everybody said, well, Buffett said it, we got to vote for it. If Biden, if, you know, Bezos says it, we got to go for it. Do you think Bezos is worried more about raising of corporate taxes? Or do you think he's more worried about Amazon being uni unionized? Well, you know, of course he is. So he's kind of sitting there. So look, man, I'll say this on stage and I'll kind of tweet this shit out and tell you that. When, but listen, you cannot let me be unionized. If you're going to help me on the union side, I'm willing to support you raising of the taxes. I don't care about paying a little bit more because I'm going to make my money on the other place anyway. So there's a lot of that speculation going on. On one end, we got to trash Amazon to be able to, you know, get what we want from them. On the other end, Amazon is also sitting there saying, leave me alone on the union unionizing side. But uh, uh, to each his own, all I'm saying is 6% is actually not a, a big deal. It's a reasonable number. I thought for sure, honestly, I thought for sure Amazon's number would have been the 20%, yeah. not 6%. Yeah. I'm not even kidding with yeah. you. I thought for sure it would have been a 20% number, not a 6%, which means what a rewarding company they are, okay, to be doing nice something. Company. What a nice company it is, right? Yes. Sorry about your experience. Not saying it didn't happen because I've, I've heard that before as well. But sometimes I've managers. Good, I've heard it's bad, but for me and my entire warehouse, it's bad. Yeah, but no, I, I hope it gets better. FYI, I agree. I was at an army unit, okay? At an army unit, my sergeants were impeccable. I love my guys. But there were guys that came from another unit, same exact base, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, came to 326, and they were bitching about their uh, uh, sergeants that they had at this other place, at this other unit. I'm like, you don't even know what they do over there. They don't care about your health. They don't care about this. They don't care about that. They're true, but it's not how Army was all at the Hunter first. So we have to also kind of mm -hmm. keep that part of mind. You, you got something in mind? Are you trying no. to say something? Yeah. Go I ahead, Kai. Just some two cents here. So with Amazon, I think, because uh, I actually came from a warehouse background as well in Norway. <laughs> you look like a warehouse, you know. Shout out to our By warehouse. By the way, it's good to workers. have him back. Yeah. It's good to have him back. I was going to give him yeah. a shout out, but, you know. Uh, no, Sam did a great job stepping in, so that's for sure. Uh, but back to the warehouse. The challenge was every time I told him to write something, he wrote it in Spanish. I'm like, just write down. <laughs> every search he would do on Google was in Spanish. But go ahead, Kai. Uh, so, so in warehouses in general, because uh, I worked in one as well, and, and it was the same issue kind of or complaints that were mentioned by Vanessa is obviously – they, logistics companies in general, they work on a very tight schedule. They have times shipments got to go. If a truck leaves late, you're losing hundreds of thousands, which accumulate to millions. They said in traffic, they lose millions a year because things come mm. late, bada, bada, bada. It's a ripple effect, right? So I understand that there's efficiency and how they optimize it as much as possible. And at that point, unfortunately, in, in many ways, the weakest link is the people not working fast enough because you can, when you have thousands of employees, 
and they work 1% faster, 2% faster. Are you Imagine kidding me? It's the book Toyota's up. Way. We read yes. Toyota's Way three years yep. ago. This exactly. is what it's all yep. about. Toyota exactly. does that. McDonald's does their speed on how quickly they're able to do the fast food. This is business. Yeah. It's exactly. accuracy. I mean, you've got to so, be... So with, in that sense, that, that could be a lot of complaints because obviously you want to find a balance of being as efficient as possible yeah. but also not being outright disrespectful, this, that, the other. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. Of course. Is, 100%. Is, is, is of course. The nature of the game there in that sense that you really can't do anything about it. However, uh, with just to add some two cents on the on them moving into uh, moving into the shopping centers. Nothing about you is two cents. You're always a nickel. But go ahead. You're a little bit more than two cents. Go ahead. Uh, so, so what this does is this gives them a high... Com- I'll tell you, Adam. Just wait and see here. So, with Amazon moving How into dare malls, you insult. Uh, with Adam's with uh, with Amazon moving into malls, they're now moving into the last mile uh, delivery. So now they're they're closer to Americans because with Walmart, they're super centers everywhere. They're with what is within it, 10, ten miles of ninety percent of Americans. Of course. Home. What do you so think they're competing they're with? They're moving in the last exactly, uh, which can then exactly. give them their electricity. I agree. Do you think they would ever open up a retail ding, ding, store ding, 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 to compete with uh, Walmart? Do you think they would ever turn these? What do you think they're doing? Centers? This is to be able to compete with. This move is but exactly to be able to from, compete from with Walmart. From retail, like to walk into an Amazon store like you would walk into I a Walmart I don't know about store. that yet. Jeff Bezos has said multiple times he'll only do it if they can do something new, which they did with the uh, He will, he will eventually do it. Okay. He will eventually do it because, listen, sitting at home, you're going to be bored out of your mind eventually. you got to get out and do some stuff. Yeah. you got to see some people outside. Yeah, eventually, I haven't left the house in a year, something. so I understand. I, I, I yeah. need to get out more often. Anything? Yeah, so the only, the, there are ghost stores, which they have some places where you, you don't have to do the cash register. You just go in, you grab I've what you want. These. The cameras take picture. They charge it to your Amazon mm-hmm. account. Why don't we leave? So this pissed off somebody. Can we show this anti-capitalist trying to climb the J.P. Yes. Morgan Chase building and see what happened Let's to him? Because I think Ricky's really curious to know what happens to this guy. Yeah, I, you, I, I saw it, but I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't really follow so, the story. So so here Who's is here's a a, a, a gentleman who decides to climb the wall. Do you have it or no? Watch there this here. So watch this. This is they're spraying J.P. Morgan Chase's building. Is this in New York? Where is this? Addison. Addison. No, that is Texas? New York. No, no, this is New York. Oh. Watch. First of all, good for him so far. So far, he's looking good. All right, buddy. It's about to get interesting in about seven seconds. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's not blood, by the way. It looks like blood. It's not blood. It's ink. No, that's how Antifa bleeds. Black blood. Wow. It's a pretty bad situation there. Okay, press pause. Uh, Ricky, thoughts? God. Oh my God. You know... Um, man, I got a lot of thoughts about it. I think that uh, I think that a lot of people we're we're so we're so spoiled here that that people don't that people don't understand these anti-capitalist socialist people don't understand how bad other countries have it, and uh, they come here and they want to do these stupid little protests like this. Um, by the way, you know how many how many I mean how many how many cars have been bought by people that couldn't afford them cash that Chase funded, that gave them a loan. How many businesses hasn't been started because of Chase? How many houses have not been bought because of Chase? 
I mean, it's it's just crazy to think that people would actually go against a a a, a corporation that literally allows you to fund your dream. Well, if your dream is to own your first car, Chase will fund it. Your dream is to own a business, Chase will fund it. You know, obviously you have to fall fall into some requirements. You want to own a home, Chase will fund it. It's crazy how uh, people would literally want to bite the hand that feeds them. It's it's amazing to me. Um, but you know, it's uh, these these socialists, people with social socialist ideas are just oh, man, they're a special breed. Adam, what do you want to say about this? I mean, uh, I mean, I have a, huge, a lot of respect for Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, and. Um, that guy's an idiot, and uh, you're gonna scale a wall or scale a, uh, a building, and uh, I mean, I hope he's got a good health insurance. Hopefully, maybe he's on Obamacare. I think, some, I think these people, Pat, you know what we gotta do to them? Mm. We need to give them a one-way ticket to whatever country that has yep. socialism. That they, like, ta- like, I would love to start that, 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 that foundation. You know, the, the one, it would be the, called the One-Way Foundation. You wanna send them to Venezuela. Wherever they wanna saying. go. Except so, here. Yeah, so go to Scandinavia. Wherever you think the socialist country is, let's send you over there. I mean, if it's so great, right, America is so evil, just go. Give us, go. Uh, we'll have you jump on the plane. We'll have uh, the flight attendant retrieve your passport and then just uh, just take off. Just take off and then we'll make sure we'll call the embassy out down there to let them know that you don't need another passport because you have no intention of coming back to such an evil country, right, to, to this evil empire, right? Just go. Just take off. We don't need you here. <sighs> okay. I mean, people like that obviously do not, do, are not, are not, uh, they are not a, uh, engaging in any type of transaction that makes anybody money, right? Because they're they're, they're anti-capitalist, so they're they're costing the country more money money more than they're uh, than, than they're 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 creating. So they they, they have no business here. Let's talk about the Olympics. Let's talk about the Olympics here. Mm-hmm. In close constellations with partners and allies around the world, Biden and his administration will weigh. 2022 Beijing Games for U.S. This is Associated Press story. The State Department said Tuesday. The Biden administration is consulting with allies about a joint approach to China and its human rights record, including how to handle the upcoming Beijing Winter Olympics. Human rights groups are protesting China's hosting of the Games, which are set to start in February 2022. They have urged a diplomatic or straight up boycott of the event to call attention to alleged Chinese abuse against uh, against uh, 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 Tibetans and residents of Hong Kong. The Beijing Winter Olympics opened February uh, 4, 2022 to China, and China has denied all charge of human rights abuses. It says political motives underlie the boycott efforts. Both the Internal Olympics Committee and the U.S. Olympic and uh, Paralympic uh, Committee have said in the past uh, oppo- they oppose boycotts. Thoughts? Yeah, well, I think, number one, there's two, there's two sides to this. Um, China is... Uh, committing human rights uh, atrocities against the Uyghurs and I guess Tibetans as well, but I think that everything that's going on in the Uyghurs, which is basically the west, the west side of China, uh, the west side where Ricky's from, right. that is a true thing that's going on. There is human right abuses going on in China. It is happening. But if I'm Biden or if I'm the Biden administration, I have to have a bigger perspective here and win the war, not the battle. Battling over whether or not we should compete in the Olympics is BS to me. It's like that's not where you should be fighting uh, your battle here. We have a, a massive situation going on with China, with the trade war and everything that's going on and tariffs and everything and everything that's associated with China and competing for the top spot in the economy. This is not the place that we want to have um, the, the war go down over the freaking Olympics. So pick and choose your battles if you're Biden. And yes, they are uh, committing human rights atrocities. 
That is true. I'm no fan of China and what they're doing, but this is the stage to basically voice your concerns. That's my opinion. Do you boycott or do you not boycott? I do not boycott. No, no, no. Not, meaning America. Should we keep Olympics in China, Beijing 2022? Yes. We should. Yes. And people around the world should comfortably go to China I think 2022. I, uh, so Even the coronavirus has been documented. I came out of Wuhan. Three years later. If this, after- is, if this is where... Um, if this is where the Olympics is scheduled, the, yeah. is this the Winter Olympics? What yes. is this? The Winter Olympics. So something that I've uh, come to terms with is multilateralism over unilateralism. Okay. If, if multiple countries, if NATO comes out, or and if, a ho- and if a squad of countries and says, look, we're the EU, we're Australia, we're Canada, we're United States, we're this, 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 and this, and we're all coming together and saying, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. But to go at it alone, unilateralism, which Trump sort of coined, that is not the look that I want Biden doing. So if a collective effort says this is what we are all doing, I'm in favor of that. Going at it alone against China. Who, who right now is against it? Kai, who right now is against it? Who's right now against it about having the Winter Olympics in China? Uh, Ricky, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of torn, Pat, when it comes on to this, because I, I think that what ends up happening is that, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are Chinese. Right. And, you know, they're good people. You know, they're not bad people. These are mm-hmm. people that are very loving and um, smart, smart individuals. And uh, as, a, as a country, you know, I, I don't know if you do. you, do you are, are, what are, I guess what we're trying to do is what, who, who are we punishing by boycotting it? The, the people or the country or the government? I mean, we're, do, by, by boycotting this, we're, we're, we're saying that we don't agree with something. So what is it that we don't agree with? I mean, how are we so comfortable taking other material? Why are we comfortable uh, buying other stuff? For a cheap rate, but now you don't want to host the Olympics for the biggest distributor of goods in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of contradicting, right? Uh, we haven't we, the trade war that we won. Uh, Biden no, just we won. We didn't win well, anything. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. We won the trade war. We didn't win the trade war. I, Trump didn't I, win the I trade don't war. Think there's anyone winning. I think. Trump didn't win the trade war. No, he didn't. Tell okay, me how we that's not the, com- the, that's not the conversation. We're, we're, I'm going to stick to Pat. I don't think there's been any winners to, in this. Trade I'm, I'm going to stick so to far. Pat's conversation. So the question becomes. We're okay doing business with them. We're okay taking their stuff. We're okay having our things made over there. But now you want to boycott the Olympics? Kind of crazy to me. I mean, I don't like a communist country any more than anybody else does, but uh, I think it's contradicting as much dealings as he has and his son has with China, which are recorded him being a, what is a CEO, CFO, or chairman of one of the uh, Chinese companies that paid him, I don't know how many millions of dollars. Now you want to go act like you're mad at them? I'm not with it, bro. You know, pick a side and stick to it. That's yeah, my I mean, to me, it's a couple different things. To me, one, it's I, I don't know about, you know, uh, maybe we flip and give somebody spot for 2022 and let the world calm down with China for a decade before we bring Olympics back to them. I think it's a little too sensitive. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's like, you know, it's like a divorce that happens and Christmas is around the corner and you still expect the mom and dad and everybody to come together and have spend Christmas together. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a little fresh. It's a little fresh for us to do it. Let's give a little bit of time to get everybody to come together. Maybe a year from now, we'll come back and do this. We just had the world shut down because of China. Let's mm-hmm. face it. That's true. We had the world shut down because of one country's lack of responsibility that somehow, some way, a virus comes out of there and the world takes a hit because of it. Economy. Jobs, restaurants, lives, people, loved ones, careers, wealth, all this stuff that's happened the last 12 months because of one country, and yet we want to keep it there for 2022. I'm not saying we permanently boycott it. I say 
you need a couple of years. Give it a couple of seasons. I want to postpone them. I don't want to postpone the Olympics right. because it is unfair for the athlete. Listen, you know, I watch uh, uh, when I see it, like when you were telling me the story the other day, you told the story to me. I took the story in a different way because I looked at you as my son. Not that you're my son. We're two years apart. When he told the story about, you know, you, uh, when the way Adrian said it, he was emotional because of how much he loves you. He said, look, we're living in Colorado. Adam wants to make a career in being a comedian. He wants to go out there and be a comedian and wants to make it into the NBA. So he's going out to playing ball, all this other stuff. He starts playing basketball with these guys that are Denver Nuggets guys. Then they say there's an open tryout. It's a D-League, whatever the league was for you to come through. So the same day you're going to go to the tryouts, you tell Adrian, look, just come and pick me up at 9 o'clock. I got a flight at 1 o'clock. My dad's paying a flight. I haven't seen this guy for four years. I'm going to go to Vegas and spend time with him, right? The story you're telling. So I'm just kind of really curious with the story. So haven't seen Pops for a few years. You're going to go see him in Vegas. Your dad's obviously not here with us today, but you're going to go see him in Vegas. And uh, But you're not like, I'm not going to make it to the NBA. Let's face it. I'm just going in there seeing what happens. So you go, and then you text Adrian. You're like, dude, you won't believe it. I made it past the first round. Okay? What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the next one. So pick me up at 10 o'clock. And then you go and you play. You're killing it. And you make the second cut. Mm-hmm. Dude, what are you talking about? Dude, I'm still not going to make it. Just pick me up at 11 o'clock. You're going. You make it past the third. Uh, just pick me up at the fourth. You know, fourth. You, and then you make it past fourth. You throw some lobs, dunks, all this stuff that's happening visually. He's selling it to me on what happened mm-hmm. to it. And then finally, you're one cut away. Sean C. Billups' nephew apparently made it. I don't cousin, know who. Yeah. The, uh, you know, he made cousin makes it. And uh, it could have been you. You're one cut away from playing for being on a roster of the uh, Denver Nuggets, having your own base basketball card, Adam Sosnick. Okay? <laughs> wow. And then all of a sudden, you run out and you say, I can't do it. You're running out to go see your dad. You chose that over your sport. Mm-hmm. You're running out there. You see Kiki Van- Vandeweghe. Yeah. He says, kid, what are you doing? You can actually have a shot. It says, listen, I'd love to do anything with the Denver organization. Here's, give me your number. You exchange numbers. You get on the flight. You go to Vegas just to see your dad. And your dad says, what? What are you doing? You should have gone to the trials, right? Mm-hmm. But you wanted to go spend time with your dad. So yeah. what's the moral of the story? These kids have been training for years to go to the Olympics. We cannot punish them. Yes. It is not fair to punish the people that have been training. They're at the parents that took the kids to tryouts yes. to practice. The endless hours of clothes, driving them, traveling them, investment, it's a lot of pain. So the athlete cannot take the hit. So we can't cancel it. We simply have to relocate it to a different place. But we have to tell China, listen, it's sensitive right now. Mm-hmm. It is sensitive right now. We're not canceling you. We are postponing you. Let's let the dust settle. We'll come back 10 years from now and consider giving you the next slot when it opens up. Maybe in 2026, but just not in 2022. So let's pick a place that's done this before, Salt Lake City, Utah. Let's pick a place. There's plenty of places that have done the Winter Olympics before. Pick a country. Maybe it's last on the list. Bring them up right now. That's 20 years from now. Give them that slot. And then let's give them some of the commerce that people trust a little bit more, that they've handled COVID maybe better than some other countries have. And let's let's go over there. Okay, let's go over there. And by the way, the, then the challenge even becomes some countries that don't even want the Olympics to come to them. Japan That's, may say, we've done it so right, I don't even want you to come into us. I get, Of course, and I don't blame them, but you have a pool of countries that would say, we'll take it. I guarantee you there's 10 countries that would love to take them. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you Salt Lake City may sit there and say, look, if you want to come out here, we'll figure it out. If you want to go to... New York, and you want to go to what, what's that city uh, uh, in New York where they practice? Uh, Lake Placid, Luge, Lake Placid. Yeah, Lake Placid. There is options. I just think it's sensitive. There's Shout one the group ball. that I I've been to Lake Placid, the whole illusion place. I've been there before. The one community that cannot take a hit is the kids 
the athlete, yeah, the parents. For it. It's so emotional, man. Yeah. It is so emotional. So, because we don't know if they'll make the cut the next year. The exactly. Next, yeah, it's four years. So, four years so, is a long time. It's a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, we'll see what's going to happen with that, but that's my thoughts but Biden, as far as— Biden doesn't have a, a history of caring about— people in anyway so it doesn't really matter don't offend adam like that adam just officially well, I, that I, I, I'm sorry for to, to, to chime in i wholeheartedly agree with you yeah it's a great story i i totally agree it's your story thank you i appreciate yeah. that um one cut away from the nuggets summer league team um but if he if we do do this it, it needs to be a collective decision biden can't be the one making this decision and something tells me that i don't think it's gonna i don't think it's gonna happen china does need to pay a price but by, by the way there was just a report that just came out WHO, I don't know how much you how much stock you put into them. They came out and they said there's a very very high likelihood that the COVID-19 virus came from the wet market, not a lab. Thoughts? Do we really want to go there, but I just want to know your thoughts. I mean, first of all, who 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 funds uh, uh, the World Health Organization? We do. Most? That's why I well, no, China does, not us. They're number one, we we're number two, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. Trump even pulled out, right? So yeah. like, I don't even want to do exactly. anything. But, you know, Biden's kind of yes. coming back out. A quote-unquote independent report. I don't We'll find the, uh, I mean, Kai, maybe you can find the report. I just want to know the I percentage would, I would think. love yeah. if China wants us to really believe that. Mm -hmm. I would love, open up social media, give freedom of speech, let people go in there and investigate from both sides of the aisle. Mm -hmm. Let us send some independent researchers there and talk to the folks and see what we can investigate. Until that happens, I don't yep. believe any stories that comes out. That's where I stand with it. I don't care if it's World Health Organization, mm -hmm. CDC. I don't care if it's anything, ABC. I'm not buying it. Yep. I'm buying an independent organization from both sides of the aisle that goes and audits. Do you know what's the biggest thing? You know how you said, you know, 50% of Republican men don't want to take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Why don't they? Let's ask the question. Why don't they want to take it? Why, why don't 50% why don't of— uh, Key why, word is distrust, probably. So where does distrust come from? Where does this trust come from? Been screwed over, him to him. I don't think it's screwed over. No, I don't even think it's screwed over. You know where my distrust comes from? Hmm. Let me tell you where my distrust comes from. Here's where my distrust comes from. If somebody's watching this right now, people say, you know, Adam Soy Boy, Adam this or Adam that. Dude, I love talking to people who are opposing opinions. It's my favorite people to talk. I, I love. You're respectful. You're amicable. We mm -hmm. can sit down. We can have a conversation, and we enjoy it, and we go on, and it's great. Vanessa's here. She gave her opinions. I don't care if she agrees or disagrees. I love having her here. We have that kind of an environment. It's a safe space for right. us to have opposing views clash. Mm -hmm. Who learns? Right. God willing, the audience says, right. today's session was great. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I bet somebody today is saying, dude, you got to go watch that immigration debate. That so you're learning, right? right? Here's the problem why half of Republican men that you're saying don't want to take the vaccine. Because the opposing argument has no voice today. Yeah. I, the opposing argument has been vilified. Yep. I contact Paul Offit to say, why don't you come and do a debate with somebody else that has an argument on the other side for vaccine? I contact all these guys. You know what's the first thing they say? No. I'll give you ten grand. No. I'll give why, you $20,000. No. I don't know. So, so even when the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the fair is taking place, and uh, Robert De Niro was at that uh, one fair, and he's like, hey, you know, the movie festival, and the vax thing got pulled the day before. Well, we just decided it wasn't something that we wanted to do. And, and Robert De Niro's like, why? You should watch this. It's actually good. Silenced, right? When an opposing argument is silent, mm -hmm. silenced, you, you lose credibility. Yes. So for me, when that is taking place, I have a problem with that. Okay, so when you're going back and saying, 
What do you think about World Health Organization saying this, this, that it came from a, you know, a wet, uh, wet market, market and not the lab? I'm hearing one argument. Allow the other side to go do their own investigation and then let us, the audience, go through the arguments right. and see who we want to believe. Let us do it, not you. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I think, I think that, you know, going back to what Pat said is, uh, you know, when, 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 you're, you know, when you're canceling the President of the United States, the one that actually helped create the vaccine, I'm noticing that you're more of a community guy. You're not more of a, you don't believe in leadership too much, right? You believe in communities. I believe in communities too, but, you know, I, I'm a big believer in leadership, that leaders are the ones that drive things, obviously, because I lead an organization. I actually, you know, lead one of the best teams in the company, and I'm very blessed to say that because I'm, I'm honored to work beside professionals that, that are all leaders. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, that uh, when it comes down to a subject like this, um, we, have to, we have to really take a, a step back and, 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 and analyze the whole thing, right? For example, what's your opinion on it when it comes down to what Pat was saying? What's your overall opinion on it? On whether the COVID was created in the lab yes. or in the wet market? The bottom line is we don't know, but I'm trusting. No, no, hold on, hold on. But, but, but what's your? I think I think there's a high likelihood that it came from this wet market okay. and it traveled through animal through a bat. But am I dismissing the fact that China probably did something? No doubt, China covered it up. Right. No doubt. I okay. Mean, that's not. We're not even gonna. Okay. Play that game. China covered it up. They didn't let the world know this was happening. They okay. didn't shut down airports. So, so, so they, they kept it under wraps. Right. But was it created in a lab? I don't. So Pat know. Pat said one time something very interesting. He says when somebody goes too hard the other side. The consequence is going to rebound the other way. Yeah. Right. So, so for example, he says uh, 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 he said a Clinton created a Bush, a Bush created an Obama, and Obama created uh, a Trump, a Trump created a uh, 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 Biden. a right. Biden. Yeah. But a Biden is pushing so hard, so fast that he's he's you know these other guys subtly did it. Like Trump didn't. He was not subtle about him pushing people back. Neither is Biden. So you know, so he's pushing so hard that we just have a huge distrust. Uh, first of all, because he's 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 made comments, racist comments before, which they're documented. He, you know, called a certain community, uh, you know, uh, predators and then locked them up. Like, there's so much distrust with him and everything that he says that it has nothing to do at this point. It has nothing to do with the vaccine and everything to do with him. Uh, we don't. But if, if Trump created the vaccine, what does, right. it ha what does it have to do with Biden? No, no, I, I get that. Well, but you don't believe that, though, because you just said it's a community. I, you said a community. You, you got to make a choice on what you believe. So, so, no. so okay. You're, so, you're, 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 you're crisscrossing here. If no, Trump, I'm not crisscrossing. You, you gave Trump props for creating the vaccine. Yes. But now you're saying we don't trust Biden because he's distributing the vaccine. Right. So which the, one is it? No, right? no, I, I, I agree with you. The thing is with me is the, I, I, I will not take that vaccine. Okay? Because and I, you distrust I just trust, no because I distrust the government. Period. Okay. Right, because they've lied to us multiple times. They've covered things up but Trump multiple times. Trump was the head times. of the government for four I, years. I, I, the, 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 you don't understand. I'm not a totalitarian when it comes down to that with Trump. I already I told you earlier. I I like a lot of things that he did. It doesn't mean I fully agree with him. Right. I don't agree with the vaccine. Now, do, the but, same but, way about but, Biden. but hold on though. But do I understand that he had a responsibility to the world to come up with the vaccine? Yes, because the rest of the world are scared. He needed to find a solution for the people that are scared. Do I fully believe that he thinks that that was the proper solution? No, but could he could come out and say it? No, he couldn't come out and say, you don't need a vaccine, you're going to be all right. He can't do that as a world leader. He can't do that. So therefore, us that are that we support what he stood for, we can, we can, we can read between the lines and understand that he has a job to do, but this is one of the things that we're just not going to go with. 
I don't know if that makes sense of what I'm saying or not. That's fair. Does it make sense or not? Did I confuse you? Or did it make sense? You we killed know, that argument. No, no, I'm asking you. Yeah, the, the, no, I'm with you. We're good. So we know how to read between the lines. Okay. As a world leader, he needed to do something like that. Fair right? Enough. Because everybody else was going to follow. Okay? It doesn't mean that us don't know how to read between the lines. We don't, we just trust. I don't, I just, anything that the Biden administration touches, I don't trust it. I don't care what it is. If they blink too many times, I don't trust them. I just don't, I just, you know, oh, we're not going to tax the middle class. Now that they're now, talking if, about I, if I said the same thing about Trump, anything that Trump does, I just trust. Anything he does, I, I, I just trust. That's fine, bro. Do I, am I fair to say? Because I've never said that. But yeah, you're going, I just do. You're going I, but very I, but I, far no, right. No, 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 I'm not going far right. And you're distrusting no, anything. Everything has been lies. Everything's been a lie. How and do you Trump want? Didn't bro, lie it's at all? like it's like having a dog bite you multiple times when before you, when it's in the in the kennel, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you're getting ready to uh, to to, uh, to adopt it, and then you're surprised when it bites you when you adopted him. Okay. The, the dog's bit many times already, many times in in every category that you can imagine. Right, he was uh, uh, side by side with Robert Byrd, which oh, I, I left the KKK. No, is that after LBJ, it was not okay to be a racist, bro. So you had to switch in order to keep getting voted in. You didn't leave the KKK. You just wrote a book about leaving the KKK, how you regretted it, because we were progressing into a world where being part of the KKK and a racist was no longer acceptable. Who, so you who had was, to. Who was part of Robert the KKK? Robert Byrd, Senator. Robert Byrd. The one that died and that they give it at Obama and uh, Clinton, and he gave him a standing ovation. Right? He was uh, 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 he was in the, in the KKK, openly KKK, right? But as the time progresses, LBJ with the Great Society Act, which literally single handedly caused. Uh, father absence in the minority community. Uh, you cannot, oh, it's because we want to help. No, you don't want to help. You want to enslave. And you want to break the core of the family foundation. So I just don't trust them, bro. It's just years of okay. lies and, and coming in and undoing. And look at our border. Look at uh, the things that was going on with COVID. He's not going to the border, right? And it's a crisis. He's lying about the taxes. What am I supposed to do? Sit here and trust anything he says? I, I just can't, bro. I just okay. I, so you distrust anything that he does. Fair enough. Hey, hey, well, hey, well, let me let me read this to you about what happened with China and China. Uh, yeah. China. Taiwan accused China of trying to bribe Paraguay with COVID nineteen vaccines to make it stop recognizing Taiwan. This is a story from Business Insider. Paraguay is one of the fifteen nations that still recognize Taiwan as independent, and it is in dire need of vaccines. China has long insisted that Taiwan is part of China. Though Taiwan has operated as its own country for decades, on Wednesday, Joseph Wu, Taiwan's foreign minister, said that China has sought to use the turmoil to pressure Paraguay into swearing publicly that Taiwan was part of China. He said the Chinese government was very active in saying if the Paraguay government is, government is willing to severe diplomatic ties with Taiwan, they will be able to get a quite a few million vaccine doses from China. Let me say this one more time. The Chinese government was very active in saying that if Paraguay government is willing to sever diplomatic ties with Taiwan, they will be able to get quite a few million vaccine doses from China. He went on to say that the Taiwanese government had reached out to Japan, the U.S., and India to ask for vaccines in an attempt to bat away from uh, Beijing's advances. Last month, China's foreign minister, ministry said it was providing 69 countries with free vaccines and it was selling vaccines to 28 nations. Uh, look, I mean, these guys are just pushing people around. And half these stories you read like, is it true? Is it not true? You're probably leaning towards what? Yeah, it's probably true. Mm -hmm. And then the Tesla story with China, let me just bring it all together. Uh, go to page five oh, the with the Tesla story. Yeah, the camera. The cameras, yeah. So now they are saying that uh, uh, Tesla is doing what? And Tesla comes back and says, listen, we want to reassure you that China, the cameras in its cars are turned off. This is a Fox business story. Tesla has taken to social media to ensure customers in the country that the cameras installed in their cars are turned off. All Teslas have eight external cameras that are primarily for their driving assist features, but can also record video 
while the Model 3 and Model Y have also camera installed near the rear view mirror that can monitor the cap. And it, it was reported in March that Tesla has been banned from Chinese military complexes due to spying concerns. Tesla has begun to use the interior camera in North America to gather data on driver's awareness related to the use of its full self-driving features. Elon Musk said that the several early access data beta testers were barred of uh, access to the latest version of the software for not paying sufficient attention to the road. They are so paranoid. Okay, they want control, mm -hmm. control, control, and they don't want others to do to them what they're doing to the other nations. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. They want to spy on everybody else, but they don't want it to happen to them, and they know when you're doing it to them. Very interesting mm -hmm. culture that they have there. But Tesla's going to play ball. I mean, they're not gonna. They're they're eager to obviously get into China and sell their cars there. And so I, I, Elon Musk is gonna, who's a true capitalist. I applaud Elon for everything he's sure. done. Sure, but if he's gonna get to China and try to make some money, he's gonna play by their rules, don't you think? Yeah, uh, it, it, you know, yes, absolutely, and um, absolutely, I agree with you there. We're gonna see what's gonna happen with those guys mm -hmm. on the story. Hey, uh, uh, what's uh, what's uh, 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 man? Let me see this here. Um, uh, Give me a second here. We got something. Ricky, while we're waiting, tell just in general, how you feeling now? You're 33 now. You're here in Florida. You're here for, for how long? Oh, I'll be gone today. That's it. You're yeah. in, you're out. You're, you're like in, Batman. you're out. Yeah, you're, really? that's it. Yeah. So 33 years old yesterday. Yes, 33 years today. Pretty crazy, man. Pretty yeah. crazy. So 33 years old yesterday. Yeah. On yeah. What are you doing to celebrate for your birthday, bro? What are you doing, oh. Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> Y por ser tus cumpleaños 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Ricardo. Happy birthday to you. Que los cumplas feliz y que los vuelva a cumplir. Que los sigas cumpliendo hasta el año cien mil. Muy buenos días, señor Ricardo. Saludos. El Rey. El Rey. Muy en especial en su cumpleaños. Gracias. Eh, by the way, El Rey. Erica just texted me. I asked Erica, what's Ricky's favorite mariachi song? She said El Rey. El Rey. So I don't know what El Rey is, but there we go. Entonces, de parte del señor Patrick, bueno, en la compañía Entertainment. Muchas gracias. Entertainment, sí. Sí, sí. Bueno, ok. Uno más. Y vamos con El Rey, porque usted hoy es El Rey. Gracias, gracias. Pero el día que yo me muera, sé que tendrás que llorar. Llorar y llorar. Dirás que no me quisiste, pero vas a estar muy triste y así te vas a quedar. Con dinero y sin dinero, yo hago siempre lo que quiero. Y mi palabra es la ley. No tengo trono ni reina, ni nadie que me comprenda. Pero sigo siendo el rey. Enseñó que mi destino era rodar y rodar. Rodar y rodar, rodar y rodar. Después me dijo un arriero que no hay que llegar primero, sino hay que saber llegar. Con dinero y sin dinero hago siempre lo que quiero. Y mi palabra es la ley. No tengo trono ni reina, ni nadie que me comprenda, pero sigo siendo el rey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Gracias. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. What an awesome Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Okay, Ricky, what are you going to wish for? Oh, it's going to be for you. What are you going to wish for, bro? Hopefully, one day Adam comes to his senses. I don't think so, Ricky. I don't think so. Did you expect that? No, I didn't. No, no. That's great. I had no idea they had mariachi in Florida. 
Yeah, you know, there's a lot of Mexicans down we here. We have to support them, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they, yeah no kidding. They came no across kidding. the border. <laughs> it's easier so these days. Funny. Yeah. You are so funny. <laughs> uh, thank you, you guys so much. So I appreciate funny. that, man. You guys have no idea how much I appreciate that. That's so Happy freaking cool, birthday, man. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's so awesome. Hey, again, gang, if you're following this, we put the Instagram account of Ricky below. Go follow him. Give him some love. Uh, if you enjoyed the discourse that we had today, make sure you do that. Um, Look, I mean, we got a lot of different topics to choose right now to wrap up with. A lot of them. Let's give a shout out to Kim Kardashian finally being a billionaire, right? Good Kim job. Kardashian, Good shout out for her. being a billionaire. Uh, uh, you know, Adam, I think more for you. Mm-hmm. You've uh, spent some time with her. What do you think about her becoming a billionaire now, Kim Kardashian officially? Uh, wow! Congratulations, Kim. Uh, we, uh, you know, I've hung out with Kim a lot. I've hung out with your future governor, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, a lot. And uh, she's a classy gal. I mean, she, she I mean, it, she's more than anything going to influence all those Instagram models. You know, there's hope for you, too, ladies. You can twerk your way to the top. No problem. Whether it's a sex tape, whether it's business, whether it's so social fun. media. You, you have can to throw get that there. in there. Good for you. I'm just saying we're stating facts here. So congratulations, Kim. Yeah. Got nothing but love for you, girl. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you as far as how they started. I'm not a fan of that. I think it's a bad example to women, but, but, however, I will have to say that congratulations to her and her family for capitalizing on it, right? They didn't just, they didn't just live that 15 minute of fame. Uh, they were actually, they're able, they were actually able to create an empire. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not fond of it because of how they started. I don't want my daughters to ever look up to that example, but as far as what she was able to do and it looked becoming a billionaire, becoming a millionaire is not easy, mm-hmm. let alone a billionaire. That takes yeah. strategy. That takes making the right decisions. That takes... You know, it, it, it's a whole different level of mindset. So for her to be able to do that, congratulations to her and her family. No doubt Before about I it. Before I forget, in honor of Ricky's birthday, it's here also at Mickey's birthday. Is it Mickey's it's birthday? It's also too? Mickey's birthday. Mickey, Mickey. And Ricky. <laughs> Mickey. Happy birthday, but Mickey. Quick shout out to yes. obviously Valuetainment, but también Valuetainment Espanol. It's a new channel that we launched. Yep, that's true. So I know you, you yes. might have uh, some uh, some say on that channel. Yeah. But shout out to our friend Eric Kiki Galera. Who's heading up the uh, the channel with that? But shout out to Valuetainment Espanol. If you speak Spanish and you want to see Pat speak Spanish on entrepreneurship, it's check not out Valuetainment yeah, Espanol. So all the content's being translated into Spanish. Yes. And shout out to Eric. He's doing a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Eric's doing a phenomenal job on a lot of different ends. I'm a big fan of Eric. Yes. Uh, uh, his level of work ethic right now, former Marine, the guy's kicking some major tail. Mm-hmm. Proud of Leo Roy, those guys, what they're doing. But Valuetainment Spanish. Uh, we may be uh, having Ricky have a uh, 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 do something with Valuetem in Spanish. Oh. We had the conversation together, you and I. Where okay. were we when we talked? About, were we in Hawaii? I think we were in we're, Hawaii. We were in Hawaii, we were in Hawaii when Hawaii. we talked about yes. that. So it's going to be exciting to see yeah. what happens. I'm Stay tuned for, for that. that. I'm so excited for that. But having said that, gang, it's coming close to 11 o'clock. Uh, here's what I may do next week. Mm. I may do next week on Tuesday. Okay. I mean, I don't even know if the building's going to be okay with this, but I may okay. do next to next Tuesday. I may reveal the bike I just bought. Oh okay? my God! I may That'd bring be it so here. Cool. So if you haven't seen it yet, it's yeah. a ridiculous. I went. I've been this Ducati? weekend. I just. I got. I better show it to you. But when you see it, it's freaking. What time's your flight today, by the way? That's a five. Okay. So if I go there, you know what? We may. I may even take you to show a couple homes that we're looking at. Okay. I may take you Perfect. with. Yeah, me. we like got a, time. Yeah, we so, got time. Shoot, your flight's at five. Yeah. Okay, so I can't show you the bike, but I'll. Sh- okay, we'll do. So- we'll talk. Okay. About what we're gonna do with that, but anyways, next Tuesday, you may want to join the podcast because next Tuesday, mm-hmm. I may pull up the entire bike here. We're gonna bring the camera on to see it. Listen, 
It is so ridiculous how mm. beautiful this bike is. I can't. I mean, you were the first person that saw it. Yeah, we I was there it when you bought it. It's a ridiculous. Is it a 1099? This guy just swiped you his credit card, took out a fifty thousand dollar bike. <laughs> it was like so it was funny. Nothing. The guy's like, "You're gonna put it on a comment. Yeah, just put it right on the card. <laughs> but when you see the bike, it's They're fat. Beautiful. It's sexy. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful, and it'll be revealed. Next Tuesday, mm-hmm. and uh, that there, bike there and Kim a, Kardashian do the, have a lot of similarities. The, if you know what I'm talking about, Barbara. well, this one on is the, more on the, the front, booty, not the, the booty, back. Yeah, the then we'll, we'll see. I mean, we we're gonna we we'll definitely yeah. take different angles for you to be pleased yes. with that. But e- there's a bigger e- surprise after one. that. Oh. There's a bigger surprise oh. after that, which uh, which will be re- it's pretty crazy, Ricky. What's going on? But anyway, reveal any of that? No, 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 no. Next Tuesday, don't miss the podcast because I'm gonna put it right there, and we'll show the whole thing next Tuesday. Haven't said that, Ricky. Yeah. Thanks Thank for coming so out. Really Happy enjoyed having everybody. Thank We've you. enjoyed this. Yes, it's good to see really, really enjoyed. Right here. Two this birds. is America. Independent, Democrat, right. Republican having a conversation. too far left, you're going off track. Yes. So let's meet somewhere in the middle. We'll right see you guys next Tuesday. If you enjoyed it, subscribe and click that notification button. Take care, everybody. Take care.